This is a Fubar Radio podcast. If you need any more information, head to fubarradio.com. Ian Boltzmann. go there's the motorbike going away with the host of the previous show whatever that was and it's time for us to start my show now thank you howdy and welcome to the show it's monday it's pre-record i'm not even here We have author Emma Wolf in the studio. She's going to be talking about her debut novel, England's Lane, which is out now. <laughs> then at 3.15, comedian Elf Lyons will be in the studio ahead of a Chiff Chaff show on the economy <laughs> at the Edinburgh Fringe. That's what it says, on the economy. I know. I think it is about the economy. Yeah, on the economy. <laughs> Normally speak, don't they, over these bits? Yeah. We just don't really have anything to say. Well, let's hear the music then. Just leave the music on. Yeah. Okay. you prepared I was looking to me to do it so what, what have you done what, whose name is it on the show well it's oh, hard to ow. tell with all that echoey you're right now just, yeah, just let out a little tummy squeaker there no it hit my arm it sounded like a fart to me it sounded like that my just support. met Peter Straker remind me of uh, Peter Straker mm-hmm. Peter Straker is, has been around for 50 60 years in show business incredible singer still belts them out he was in do you remember I wax lyrical about Tommy when I went yes. to see Tommy yeah he played the acid queen in Tommy which is traditionally played by a lady and he played it, it was, he played it as a well it's still played as a lady but he's a man obviously right, okay. and um, I saw him in Phantom of the Opera years ago but not the Lloyd Webber one the, mm-hmm. the original Phantom of the Opera musical and uh, it, I think he was going to be Frankenfurter before Tim Curry got the part. I'm sure there was something around that time where Straker was up for that part. He was part of that scene, though. Right. He was certainly part of the Rocky Horror scene and O'Brien and all these, you know, kind of interesting artists that were working in London in, in the 70s and mm. stuff. And, um, and he was one of them. So he's kind of like a culty sort of figure. He's, he's just a bit... Uh, kind of... I was really, really shocked to see him there. And I didn't know it was him either. And I kept looking and going, is that... I met my friend Martin. I went, is that Peter Straker? And no, I can't be. can't be Peter Straker. Why? Because he looked really young. Oh, okay. 
And I was going, no, nah, he's about 40, that bloke, tops. Now, and then mm. there was like a documentary crew with him. I was like, well, it's plausible, it's Straker. Yeah. And the guy who was, I guess, directing it, and I just, and I just went mouth to him and went, is that Peter Straker? And he yeah. nodded and I went, oh, God. So he was about 20. Oh, my God. And then we, me and the director started chatting and he called him Peter over and I had a quick photo with him and I had a chat. He was a really lovely bloke. Yeah. And I, you know, I spoke very highly of Tommy because I did. That's genuine. You, you heard how I much, how, how much that, I loved yeah. that show. And, um, yeah, we had a chat and stuff and then the director came over and offered me, an, offered me a job. Doing what? <laughs> he came over and he said, are you Ian Bolsworth? I went, yeah. And he said, you do, you do like podcasts and stuff like the power up on that. I went, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, um, you mentioned Rocky Horror when you are speaking to Peter. Do you, are you a fan of Rocky Horror? And I went, yeah, very much so. Yeah, I really love Rocky Horror. And he went, oh, I'm making a documentary about Rocky Horror and we want you know people to talk about Rocky Horror in the documentary. Would you be interested in doing it? And I went, yeah, I'd definitely do that. Oh, nice. Okay, well, that's good. Go. Nice little break you had then. Yeah, I had a break. Got for the job. Martin came down, gave me a birthday card. No, he didn't give me a card, actually. I've just realised. He gave me a book as a present oh. and he gave me a Tunnock's tea cake with a candle in it. Nice. You got a photo of Peter Straker. Yeah, I got that as well. But I'm just didn't look great in it, mate. It was not a waste of two hours, was it? It was a waste of about an hour and 30. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was very 30 productive minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd say the 30. The, the bits were straight, but at the end were all right. That's funny. I didn't so get to speak to any of my friends who I'd normally speak to. Where were they filming it? Just outside just in the courtyard? Just downstairs, the courtyard. Bit, oh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, okay. just filming a bit there. Did you know what, what, where it's going to be available, this documentary? Because I'd like to watch it. I didn't ask them anything about it. Oh, right, okay. But that lad just said we're following him around at the moment, doing a documentary about Peter Striker. Imagine if they. I think he knows. I was going to say, imagine <laughs> yeah, if he yeah. didn't, and every, he's like, why are they here? Know. I've just come here for a drink. No, why I, are don't they? Think, I don't think they're stalking Peter Striker. What oh, a weird documentary that would be about somebody if they just weren't in on it and they're just following them around all the time. Like the Truman Show. Can't, yeah. It's already happened, hasn't it? As an idea. Well, it happened, but it wasn't an obvious camera crew, was it? Like that Not one. Not really. Very obvious, no. I don't. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> There's a packet of balloons there, which are fine as long as you they're like. like balloons, no, they? I don't really. They're round. Like them. Twenty-five round balloons. They're not balloons. even like. There's pointless. Just to have touch a them. They're not even that's open. in a packet. You made me kiss that packet before. Okay, well that's ruined that. Then we're going to do that again, but then no. I won't do it now. Go on, just touch them. Yeah, I can touch it. See. Now, now squidge them between your fingers. Just do it. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, now kiss it again. Just lean over and do it, because I can't oh, reach that far. God. Kiss my balloons. <laughs> kiss my balloons in the bag. That was nice how you did I that I kissed there. that. It was yeah. a tender kiss. It's all right on your top as well. And that wasn't why oh, I did God, it. That right, wasn't okay. why I did okay. it, but, you know, take it where you can get it, don't you? <laughs> right, hang on. So I'm just not very comfortable. I mean, I'm not like I'm not like Billy what, Bob Thornton with antiques. You know, I've not got a phobia. What's that? He's got a real phobia of antiques. Billy Bob Thornton has? Yeah, Thornton has. Thornton? Yeah. What about what's his? He just says he's he can't like if he goes into a hotel and he sees his antique and he leaves. I might and throw a surprise party for myself. Oh. <laughs> I might blow them all up and then try and forget about them. And then when I come downstairs in the morning, I will think. It's fine because you're over there. I just don't. Please don't let it. Burst. Right. So what's the issue with it? Is that it's a, the bursting? Is that an upsizing size? No, it's this bigger. <laughs> okay. Okay, that's fine. It's, it's the best. I never used to be able to tie balloons when I was a kid, did I, you? No, never. There you go. So we've got a balloon now. Please don't. It's the so does that bother you? No. Well, wait. It's look at me. Look at me. Listen. No, don't do that. Please no, don't do that. Doesn't bother you? That is bothering me because I feel wait. like you're going to burst it and I don't like it. Oh, God. Is that bothering you or not? Why? It's horrible. It's a horrible noise. It's just. Can I put it on your face? No, I don't want a balloon on my face. Well, just literally like this, look, look, gentle on your face, just like that. That's, I'll that's do all it to my well, face. No, I've got. Come in charge of the balloons. I'll just put it on forward. my hands. No, on your face now. Come on, get my balloon on your face. I don't. See I promise I'm not going to do anything don't silly. Don't rub it or I anything won't, I won't, in my I won't, eye I won't, or something. I won't. I won't. Don't rub it in your eye. 
I'm literally going to put the stroke it oh, gently I don't really want face. that. I don't really want it, I'll be honest. Well, we'll just try it. But I'm going to have doing? a safe word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just more, stop. More. No. <laughs> Your safe word is more. <laughs> okay, ready? Please don't no, burst no, it. I, I promise I won't burst it. it on your face. I really I will won't. scream and run away. The last thing I want to do is burst it on your face. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. It's all right. You're being very brave. Okay, but you promise you won't do that. No, I absolutely won't. Okay. I won't. When I, prom- no, when I promise okay, you things, I don't do it. Your hands are both visible. So I'm not crossing my fingers. That won't count anyway. <laughs> Mind your boobs, because your boobs aren't showing. Oh. Okay. That's just weird. I don't like it. The How smell it of it as well. I don't yeah, like, like it. Rubbing it. Now I'm going to burst it. No, I don't want you to do that. No, I'm going to burst it now. I'm going to take the mic away from me so it's not Why? Because I think it's damaged. Just aversion therapy, isn't it? Look, watch it when it happens. Watch it. Ready? Please, <laughs> please don't do that. I did it. I don't like it. Right. I hate it. Just five, five more. I hate just it. Just five more. <laughs> why did you want to burst it? I feel... Cr- because you're reacting to it, that's why. If you'd have just said you weren't bothered about it, I wouldn't be doing this now, would I? I can't fake it not being bothered about something. <laughs> really? For God's sake. It's, what's the goal here for me not to scream? The goal, yeah, the goal is for you to be able to deal with it. It's yeah, that's the, that, yeah, that's the It's an extended the goal. show today. The goal is for you to, like, look me in the eyes. Okay, again, I'm aware this is radio, but just the, the mental pictures you're imagining, listener, are exactly right. Look me in the eyes. Just look me in the eyes. And you can't, I actually feel you really can't uncomfortable about it. I can't flinch. blink. Well, you can blink if it's natural blinking. But you can't, if you react, I do another one. Okay, you ready? And I can't, I'm trying to do it whenever. Ready? Okay, I don't like it. Fuck. Oh, okay. no, you really jumped. You really jumped again. Okay, we'll work on this over the course it's of the show. It's horrible, though. It's a horrible device. But by the end of the show, I'll be popping balloons right next to your face and you won't even be bothered. And, I will. And, and you'll be a better person for it. She came from Greece. She had a thirst for knowledge. William Shatner, common people. What album was that on? Hmm. Joe Jackson. I was wrong. Ben Folds produced it. But was it the question? I know. Has what been. album was Has that been. on? Has been. Has been. Yeah, which came out in 2004. Yes, that's right. It was his album. Yeah. Do you ever wonder when we do a pre-record? Do you ever... I just had it just now. Where you think, I wonder what, how my life will be different this time next week. When the show when goes, this out. goes out. Anything could happen, couldn't it? Because my life is pretty fast moving, I think. Mm. Generally speaking. I don't think I'm fast moving. I think that things happen to be fast. Mm-hmm. Like the, well, you just got a job offer outside. That's quite quick, Exactly, there you go. Quick. Now the trajectory of my career has completely changed. Yeah. No, just because I recognised Peter Straker. Or half recognised him. Yeah, yeah. Um, I sometimes wonder, I wonder, well, what state will I be in? In a week's time. <laughs> in when, when this goes out on air. Right, you might be left because I almost always forget that this is going out, and the week that I don't do it, I almost always forget. Yeah, because I don't really hang about on Twitter very much now. No, I saw it. So I uh, invariably, because I'm not here, I just forget that it's even on. Mm. I'll sometimes look and go, "Oh, my show's on." Yeah, like right, like do you know what I mean? I could yes, be in town yeah, or something. Yeah. Go, "Oh, my show's on." Right, on now. right now, yeah. That's yeah. weird that you're out shopping. Yeah, and go then shopping. I just go I'll be in Waitrose. Yeah, at two p.m. on like a Monday. Looking at anchovies or something. And oh, then, lovely! And then I'll just go. Oh, my show's on. Oh, my show's on. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. do that. Then I rush home as if I can do anything about it. Oh yeah, can't do. Can't do. Do you not think that? You how could call much, into your own show. How much has your life <laughs> changed? How much has your life changed between January and June? Um, it's July now, though. It but. is July. I suppose. Yeah, things things are slightly different. Loads, isn't it? Yeah, like, loads, loads of things, things happen, happen in they? a short space of time. Yeah. yeah. What would be considered a short space yeah. of time? So also you could look at it and go, well, nothing happened in them six months. Yeah. Or nothing happened in them three months, or whatever. But then sometimes loads of things happen. Yeah, and sometimes you don't realise how big something is until afterwards. And you're like, oh, right, yeah. And you can't walk. Yeah. <laughs> and it's um, also, there's an element to it. 
I think of uh, I think it's both liberating and like fear inducing do you know what I think I do I've got a question for you mm. what's paddle boarding what's paddle boarding paddle boarding that's a thing I don't right I don't know Oh, I've just had an invite, and I don't know what to don't know what to make of it. Invite, invite paddle from, from, a, from a paddle boarder or from it's, it's or to go paddle board. Paddle board weekend. What's the, what is it? Who's the invite from, please? Uh, it's from someone called Libby. Do you know it's from Libby? A PR company. Oh, I see. Right. Okay. Um, I would w- imagine it's just like water sit, sports. Sit. I'm not into that. Well, have you tried it? But I have heard about a water sports club recently called um, Streams of Pleasure. Right. My friend was telling me the other week um, that it used to be in London a long time ago, and she went down there, and like you can get go down there for a Sunday roast and get pissed <laughs> on. But um, but in this in this for a, wait, go slowly. You can go down for a Sunday lunch and get pissed on. Because what happens is there, uh, you go into this place and there's paddling pools mm-hmm. where you just go and sit in there, and then someone Other just people just wee on you. Wee's on you. Yeah. yeah. I've got no problem with that at all. Um, I'd the rather bit, do it at home. The bit. Well, no, the bit I've got a problem with is the Sunday lunch. Well, I think they do it different Are you days sure? as Did well. Did they say hot lunch? You can have a hot lunch. No, she th- she said she'd had a roast dinner there before. Okay, is that <laughs> like, is that a pseudonym or something? It's a hot lunch, isn't it? What's that, a hot lunch? I don't know. I think isn't that shit eating? No, that's. No, I think it is. A hot lunch is eating poo. I think so. Do you want to Google it? Can, yeah, let's Google that. Hot, hot <laughs> lunch. How quickly did you do that? So excited. <laughs> hot lunch, but that's yeah. just going to come up with like. Um, well, no. If you put hot lunch like sex, sexy uh, hot lunch. Go, Urban Dictionary. There we go. Oh yeah, we go. American hot. Oh, hot lunch. Um, God, okay. Um, the a- oh, the act of pooing in cling film. Why did you say pooing when it says shitting? Shit, all right, the screen. act of shitting in cling film. Yeah. Oh my God. Can't stretched, read it, Nat. The act of shitting in cling film stretched yeah. over someone's open mouth. Yeah. Then fucking the mouth. Yeah. And at the point of ejaculation bursting through the cling film, giving the recipient <laughs> a mouthful of shit and spunk. Why was it recipient that you had a difficulty saying? Did I say it wrong? Recipient, you said. No. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't want. That's a ho- not what I, I thought. I like a cold lunch. Uh, yeah, I don't you like do. A hot you lunch. do. That's when they put it in the freezer for an hour. Oh, do it they? Oh, um, hold on. I can't. I'm trying to get a visual. So, on are this. you sure that this water sports club oh, wasn't? No, no. You can it have was a specifically a roast dinner because they have different things on different days, different foods. Yeah. See again, I wouldn't be. Got- I, I would be averse to a hot lunch. Oh, for God. I'd be averse to that. I've, I've no issue with pissing. No problem with that at all. Either way. Can we t- with a hot lunch? Would the person be lying down, I guess, would they? I don't know now. I, 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 I don't think the logistics of it are actually the issue. Well, I'm, well, um, what I'm saying to you is, um, I'd have no problem oh. with that. It's with, a vegetarian hot Now, will you listen I'm to sorry, the conversation we're having? Yeah, I am. I can do both. Um, I, I'd have no issue with pissing, but I would have an issue with combining that with dinner. <laughs> dinner out I think they don't they, well they have obviously just have a roast on a Sunday but on other days of the week they've got like speciality I looked at the website speciality no, again, teas no, food doesn't come into it though you don't want food if you wanted to go somewhere to get pissed on or to piss on someone else that's in a room there you could sit at the bar and have a little bit of, yeah, but bit di- of lunch but you wouldn't throw in lunch as well no you have to pay as for a it club. no but I mean that wouldn't be like oh. it, it'd be like look this is what we do Mm. We've got paddling pools. You can lay them and have people piss on you, or you can piss on other people. Okay, that 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 is all we do. Okay, not and also we've got a buffet. No, no, I don't know. Well, the thing is, I don't know if you'd have buffet first or afterwards. So where did you hear about? But this? I also looked on the website. They don't have showers there. So how? I mean, how are you going to bring your own towel? Obviously, and wet wipes. My well, towel's not going to do much good, and wet wipes aren't going to do much good. The thing is, you well, would want a shower. You for would definite. do, but what I mean and is, not a bath. It would have to be a shower because a bath it'd just stay in the bath water, wouldn't it? So how are you going to get home from there? They should have their own taxi company. Maybe they do. Maybe you they can't get an chuck Uber. everything in. But Maybe. again, I don't think you should get into a taxi if you stink of piss. Well, then you're going to have to walk home then. Also, by the way, in those situations, the piss doesn't gen- generally smell. 
if it's fresh we yeah it's, they drink like loads of water and stuff oh, that's how okay. it essentially just passes straight through you from what I understand of it I'm sort of in a way what, what fascinated to, do it? Yeah, you to, to watch do it. it but not to, no you way to, to try it you just want to watch pissing yeah maybe yeah maybe but you don't, so why do you want to watch it then because I, I can't quite picture it in my head that people have just sit in a pool have you porn where someone's like no. done that no have you really not I haven't no maybe I should I think it's illegal now I think it's one of those stupid laws that came in with that Oh. That bill that went through, oh, yeah, the band face sitting and all that sort of stuff. Oh, f- why can't you do face sitting? Well, we had guests oh, we on did. the show. We had that talked about that. So yeah, I can't, I can't remember, but it was like two um, years ago. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's now. Do you know what a vegetarian? I thought a vegetarian would be nicer. Vegetarian hot lunch. Sexual fetish where one partner places plastic wrap over another's mouth and then proceeds to defecate in their mouth. The cleaner version of hot lunch. I suppose it is, really. Yeah, so you don't have the ejaculation and, and shit. And what, I mean, because, this isn't the show I wanted to do. Because the, the, the sperm is not meaty, though, is it? I'd argue it's vegetarian, isn't it? <laughs> isn't it? I'm so confused. Um, letter so you, of the law? No, it wouldn't be, because it would be something from, that was produced from, from an animal. Oh, I suppose, yeah. Wouldn't it? You can't. So vegans, this oh. is a good point. So mm. vegans mm. should absolutely not ingest ejaculate. They shouldn't in- ingest a penis no. then, should they? And if it was a female, Meat. if it's female, so we're talking about females mm. and in a heterosexual relationship, nor should they have any claim for them to be gone down on either because that would also be essentially eating something from an animal. <laughs> But then wouldn't that be any sex, though? Because it would be meat inside them. Wouldn't it Good be point, yeah, fa- vaginal yeah. as you're well? Not, you're not, um, but you're not ingesting the meat, are you, in sex? Okay. You no, but, but when, you're, you, when you have sex It's inside now. you, though. When you have sex, you don't ingest the penis, no, do you? No, we're not that film teeth. No. <laughs> but, um, so, okay. Well. There's an argument, but, but secretions, though, mm. from the sexual proclivities will mean that... Yeah. Let's get our first guest in, I think. I feel like it's all gone to shit, this. <laughs> no, I mean, there's a hot lunch. Quite hot literally lunch. in one, one respect. <laughs> well, I guess it would be nice. No, I'm, I'm turning this off. Why? I like it. Because it's a racket. But it is Limp Biscuit. It's not a good racket, though. I like it. I don't like it. Okay. Sketchy. And I like stuff like that normally, like but that biscuit. was just slightly... Wow. Off kill, kilter for me, and off kill. George Michael. Yeah, well, don't you killed R-I-P, him already? R.I.P. Um, we're joined now by Emma Wolf. Hi, Emma. Hi there. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> Look, good. Uh, there you go. That's <laughs> so the setup cameras. I'm sorry, I was about to say good morning. Wasn't your fault. You can do big fail. No, we um, can. It's good afternoon. Space. It's only just Hi. the afternoon. Yeah, yeah but I don't know when you're playing. No, that's oh, it. Right. It'll be only just the afternoon good when afternoon. it goes out. Good new afternoon. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, England's Lane, which is your debut novel. It's my second novel, actually, but it's my... What's it say on the screen? It, it the says screen? debut novel on it. It does say release, debut yeah. novel, and that's because it's my first book, um, my first novel in print form. So I did a novel that's in ebook oh, called okay, Ways of Escape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's my eighth book book. So it doesn't wow, feel okay. like a debut novel. But yeah, 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 no, I hear you. First, I hear you. first fiction. First one using trees. What, do we mean leaves on the cover? Oh no, I meant actually using actual paper. trees for paper. Yeah, uh, <laughs> no, yeah. Oh. Seventh book using paper. Oh, well, let's not. Yeah, because you've got non-fiction books. Is there, this is your uh, debut fiction book in with paper. Exactly. Right. Okay. I right. get you. I get you. I feel like we've got to heads up about this. It's my fault. Um, so what's what's the deal with this? Because Nat was reading out the uh, synopsis before, 
And I actually thought she was just talking about her life. <laughs> like, not that anything in there relates to her life, but the way she was talking, she was just talking about her life. And I'm always interested when people write sort of fiction and stuff, to, to what element of themselves do they put into that? Yeah, to what extent, like, non-fiction has elements of fiction in yeah, it, and yeah, also yeah, fiction yeah. has elements of non-fiction. Totally. And, like, obviously, because I've written, like, I wrote my memoir, An Apple a Day, yeah. like, six years ago now. Okay. And that was very personal, very, like, just everything, just like all everything bad. Um, so for me, I feel like I've done all that and I've fared a lot with readers. Yeah. So it's quite a relief actually writing fiction and writing something where you literally can just make it up and yeah. you know you can just make your characters do whatever the hell you want them to do. But um, you not do you not always feel like there will be some people who just presume? I get this when I do writing, when I write fiction, where I think they're going to think that I've done that. Of course, hundred yeah. percent. I know. Look, I'm a woman living in London who's had yeah. like difficult relationships and whatever. And of course, my main character, Lily, is a thirty-something living in London, having a relationship with a married man, which yeah, I yeah. may or may not have done in the past. I feel like you have. You know, she's from a big <laughs> family. Oh, guess what? Of course, there are elements. Yeah. And you know, write about what you know. That's what they say. Yeah. And you're yeah. always strongest when you are writing at least something that you know. I don't think I'd be particularly good writing about a kind of. I don't know, um, Islamic politician in okay. in um, Baghdad, because I just don't know. Well, you've got literally but, nothing on it. Yeah, do yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? I've yeah. got literally no, no starting place. So, of course, there's stuff that I know, and there's, that's my starting point. But then your characters take off. If Well, you know this. If you're writing well, if the writing's going well, the characters start doing things and saying things, mm. just because they do, because they can. But do you not find that your own thoughts impose themselves in the same way? So even though a, a fictional character will take a life of its own, I totally get that, but your own experiences, it's almost like there's a battle between them where you're like, oh, this... Because when you're writing, that's what I find anyway, when you write something, it will evoke a memory from your own life and you'll go, that would be interesting to yeah, take it there. and that's why you're the writer. And 100%. Then, then it's a scrap though, isn't it? I could do that. No, no, I yeah, could yeah. do that. I'm the writer. It's my yeah. name on the cover. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It does, yeah. It completely informs it. And your moral perspective probably informs it. And your, like, ethics and all your kind of values and all that probably informs it. And probably other things like your own ego and your own ambitions and the things that you'd really like to do or say or be. Yeah. You know, like, when you're describing how a character looks, yeah, yeah. you're kind of basically describing yourself, but on a good day, yeah, but, like, yeah, smartened yeah, yeah. up yeah. a bit, if only you bothered to, like, iron your shirt every day. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're always... That felt really personal, then. Is it, oh, did, yeah. did she mean me directly at me? If only you bothered to iron your yeah, shirt. Yeah, that's like, a fair felt, point as well. I feel like I've been chastised. <laughs> I've not got an iron. Oh, well. I haven't got a travel iron, but no, use it. I think ironing ironing's overrated. It's what, stupid. What is the point? Every single day, ironing mm. the same stuff, and then it gets crumpled. My mum is obsessed with ironing ironing jeans my mum does iron pillowcases and I think that's ridic ridiculous yeah. my partner will literally like iron like stuff for me like socks and things oh, like that goodness. I'm just like why would you bother but then mm. I think he finds it quite re kind of relaxing just ironing with the football on or whatever okay, I get, well, do you know what I mean well, okay, well, I get, I get that, you do a whole pile of ironing yeah I get that what I don't which I, what I'll never accept is that in my teens that I would go out with jeans with a crease down the fucking oh. front of them because yeah, my mum so insisted wrong. on ironing them when I was saying I don't want them ironed <laughs> at all yeah. full stop you don't see that anymore I actually a lot with that. the crease, <laughs> the crease down, down the front I don't yeah, remember sure. that yeah, and, and that yeah. ruined your jeans yeah forever. totally totally because that never goes away then that there'll, there'll be like a mark in the denim for that that's trying to smarten up into like chinos isn't it by putting the crease in it why do you think she did that I don't. she's not the only person that did that I've seen this but not so much now there was a period of time where I, if I stayed with my parents, if I'd like left 
if I was just staying there overnight, whatever, and I'd left the overnight bag there, I would then be worried about going out because I know that if I came back, she'd have been in my overnight bag and would just be like ironing and cleaning stuff. I'd love that. to have a mother like that who did stuff. Can like, I have actually, a, have I mean, a, my parents were amazing, but I can't imagine doing my laundry or ever mm. doing my ironing or anything like that ever. No, mine's, mm-hmm. but it's not. It's not a kind thing. No, but no, it's, it's meant to be, though, isn't it? I'm not sure. Like, I, think home, I think it's controlling. Well, I think it's no. I'll cook you dinner. I'll look after you. My parents are like, whatever. No, not, you're welcome. Not but quite we're not going like to. I don't like, think she's putting a crease into. Him. She goes, oh, I know it's going to piss him off. Well, this is back in the day, right? But like, even now, so I was at my parents this weekend. Mm-hmm. So even now, it'll be. Do you want a drink? No, that's the end. That should be the end of the conversation. Mm-hmm. No, I'm all right, thank you. Not then telling me every single possible drink that she has in the house that I could have. Just trying to hide and you have to just keep going. No, it, it's catch. It's a catch-all. No, I don't want a drink. Do you want me to make a sandwich? No, I'm all right, thank you. I've got some corned beef. Is that no? No, I, nice. no I still don't that's want a sandwich. Nice. It's oh, not. That's really lovely. Your mum sounds great. Yeah. I'll adopt her. I'll borrow. Her. Have her. She can come and do my ironing. She can make me. Well, not corned beef, but maybe like corned veggie sandwiches. That'd be lovely. Mm. Are you vegetarian? Yeah, vegetarian. Yeah. Oh, I've got a question for you. You on then? Are you vegan? No, I'm, I'm pretty strict veggie, though, so I'm sort of semi-vegan, but I wouldn't ever cut out dairy. It's got nothing to do with the novel. I don't know why. No, we're, 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 gonna still, we're still promoting novel. It's What's fine. What's the question? I can't ask you. I won't just promote you. I, well, okay. It's what we were just talking about. We were about, talking though. about earlier. I don't don't personalise the question though. Don't say what I don't mind. I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say it's okay, rude. I know it's what really to rude. say. It's not that rude. It's a fair question that I'd never thought of before. It it's is really rude. Is it? It is not that rude. All right, I won't ask it then. No, ask the oh, question. Go on. Oh, now you're saying. No, 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 I've got to do it. All right, okay. Um, do I give context to it or just ask the question? Yeah, if you want. Okay, good, good so context. I was talking to about my friend who suggested a, a club called Streams of Pleasure in London, which is where people sit in a paddling pool and get urinated on. And they have, so casual, and they so have casual roast dinners there. And so Ian was like, oh, right, a hot lunch. Is it a sexual thing? And I'm like, no, it's literally a roast dinner. But then we looked up the hot lunch on um, Urban Dictionary. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's, a, it's, it's just horrible. It's, it, but it involves sperm, basically. And there's a vegetarian hot lunch, which doesn't involve sperm. So my question was, okay, <laughs> is sperm sperm not veg sperm's not vegetarian then is what's it? the link between being vegetarian and sperm comes from a human well my well, my, my, argue my, my argument was here's what my argument and i think it's a sound argument my argument was that if you're vegan yeah. mm. you don't it's have animal byproducts that we avoid humans that we are avoid animals. eating mm. yeah i know no, they are i've never ever no. heard a link between sperm and vegetarianism or veganism no that's what but i know nor have i but it just came up in the conversation like well yeah. would that not apply and if, it, and if so. it doesn't it's cruelty so. to animals and animal byproducts you wouldn't eat a human you would eat an animal so that's why you wouldn't have yeah. an animal well, you're not going to eat a human by that rationale then mm-hmm. that puts um, humans beneath animals in a vegan's sure outlook on the world no, maybe so that humans are substandard to animals rather than everything being equal mm. humans are less than animals mm. if you wouldn't if you are happy to ingest something that originated from a human mm. but you wouldn't be happy to ingest something like milk that not originated from a cow not particularly too happy to ingest it actually no. in the best of times really yeah. Nat loves it no, not the most no, delicious thing in the oh, world oh she loves it she I can't really get don't. it I really don't I don't know why you think that either <laughs> she can't get enough of it honestly it's sometimes I come in and catch her with a little <laughs> hip flask <laughs> absolutely yeah just delicious yeah, yeah tasty this is a good promotion of your book isn't it yeah um, is it out already your book it is it comes out today, today oh second today of July today is publication last, day last week Oh no, is it today? It is Hold today. Hold on, it is the second Amazon though, are being it's silly st- buggers and they move everything oh, around. Oh, I see, so they've moved. Okay, fine. Yeah, right. they move things around. Oh, so it's not out on the 2nd of July? It is out today. Right, okay, but this is going out on the 9th of July. Yeah. So it will have been out for a week. Yeah. <laughs> That's what <laughs> she was doing, yeah, but she sorry, gets really predictive to... about it. Sorry. 
Um, that's really cool then. And what's your dream with it? Do you have a dream with it, or are you just happy to just birth it to the world as a book and then? Yeah, that, then you know, that's it was it. actually a story that is that is quite personal in many ways. And I really just wanted to. I've been thinking about writing it for a long time, but actually, the person that is one of the main people that is involved, I needed to leave that. I needed to leave some time. Okay. Um, five or so years actually, um, for that story just to kind of be in the world and for him to be at rest and stuff like that so yeah. I actually um, I didn't you know I didn't write about it and it's just something I've wanted to write about for a long time yeah okay it's, and it's a difficult yeah. thing isn't it it's like it it's a very it's a very hard thing to uh, with, with those experiences in real life to then bring them into quote unquote fiction yeah. it's it's uh, in a sense there's certain things that I've learned this year that I didn't want to learn mm. in my life. I just yeah. didn't want to have those lessons and yeah. I didn't want to have that at all. And do they really make you stronger and actually you feel weaker and, ugh, no, they, it's just they, they just, they, they, what they've done is they've made me impotent as a writer because I, at the moment, feel like I can't write emotion. I feel like yeah. I'm, everything's just too, too much to actually go to darker places mm. about of writing and emotive places about writing. Um, and I don't know when that would come round. I, I, I can't envisage ever being comfortable writing about the things I've experienced this year. And the strange thing is, they say, you but know, writing rich, is very rich, therapeutic. Though. Yeah, yeah, totally and, totally. and I think, I believe that in time, you will find that. But when people say, write about the worst things that you're going through, write about it. No, at the time when you're going through it, you can't write about it. Yeah. You can't really write for shit. You just are going through it and getting yourself through each day. But I think with time, I'm not saying time heals, but I think with time, you do find a form in fiction or in non-fiction or whatever, in writing or in music or something, that is a way of processing it and, be, and being okay yeah, with it. And yeah, that, that's totally right. That is totally right, yeah. But only in time. But also the other thing that I've learned, and it's probably similar to what you're talking about, is that it's not just about you. It's not just about my experience. It's about other people. Yeah, absolutely. And my writing in the past, I've got into trouble because I've put people in books. I've written about my family. I've written about exes and boyfriends and without even thinking about things. Yeah. And actually, it's their life too. And yeah, you can change their name, but it's their... It's their experiences, it's their privacy as well. And it, it, it really you is. have to respect that. But that but that's again though, that's where this conflict I think I think in me that's where I'm, I'm relating this back to what you what you're talking about. I, it, that's where the conflict comes in. Because many years ago I wrote a novel that was never published and I'd, I'd, I would dread to read it now. Mm. Uh, like I, I don't think I'd read it again now because I'd be I'll like, Oh, this is dreadful. Books. But I but I, I was happy that I'd finished a book. Yeah. Um, and in part of the book was there was an, an older gentleman in that book who had dementia. Um, and I certainly drew on my experiences from my granddad. My granddad had dementia, we had Parkinson's and stuff, and I certainly drew on those experiences yeah. in terms of how you felt. <coughs> Excuse me. One of the things that was I vividly remember about my granddad when he was poorly at the end was he would regularly forget my grandma had died. So he would sit with you and go, I thought your grandma would be here by now. I thought she, what time, do you know what time she's coming? And you had to tell him every day. Now, obviously, that's... In his, in his head that's the first time he's hearing it so it's as bad as when he did hear it yeah. like every day and then eventually we're like should we just say like oh, I don't think she's coming tonight or, do, you, do you play along, play with, along it with it or whatever so I know that I definitely put something like that in this book and my brother read the book and um, and didn't like say anything about it it wasn't like oh it's good oh like well done he didn't say anything and I think I quite hopefully went oh did you you know thanks for saying well done the book and that feedback, mate, and, yeah. he, and he just messaged me back and said you've got to remember it was my granddad as well yeah. and I was like 
But it's not him. Mm. It isn't him in the book. That's not who it is. It's just, I've just drawn from that. Yeah, but if he felt it was his exactly, granddad as well, exactly. I mean, A, how real it must have been, and B, like, it is. It is It is his granddad as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. He went through the same things that you went through. Yeah. Mm. And, and they say that having a writer in the family is like a kind of quite a dangerous thing. Yeah, it's yeah, true. Yeah. You yeah. just use your stuff. You use, And that's why when you ask about fiction versus nonfiction, you know, yeah, the distinction is there, but it's not that clear because I find that it, it all bleeds into one another and you just use the material in your life. And my favourite writer, this uh, the female comedian who uh, directed When Harry Met Sally, you know, Nora okay. Ephraim, yeah. 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 amazing yeah. She said, everything is copy. And it's true. And actually, that's the thing that's got me through like really bad times in my life is that everything is material and you're just gonna, you just got to use it. And it doesn't help when you're really uh, on the floor, but it, everything is material. Everything is going to be used somehow yeah. creatively in your life, in whatever way, in your art or in your music or in your writing. Yeah. And I think it's I've all got experience. A- everything is experience. And all those scars, they are going to be, you know, the things that make you. I think I've been all right with it up until this year. Yeah. In my life, I've certainly used my personal life hugely in stand-up and in, yeah. you know, and, and in online writing mm-hmm. and I've wrote about my experiences and been very open about my experiences and hard stuff and all that that's really interesting because wasn't a stand-up recently sued over using her yeah, ex- yeah I, don't her know what yeah. I don't know what happened with that I don't mm. know what the actual the husband was just not happy that she was being using used but, in his, in but I don't know what the, what, the, outcome what was of the end of the story what actually happened because he raised some money didn't they either, for yeah. us yeah. to go to court for, that, yeah. for her legal yeah. fees um, that's even more stark like someone on stage talking about their relationship I mean have you done that no not really well not only in a very dismissive way so right. not in anything that would be specific but you wouldn't so. use names of the person I would talk about, about an existing relationship that right. I was in and name the and, and has anyone name. ever been bothered by that no because I always like checked that right I, and if I've, they said I've, I've no never, if they said oh, please don't talk about me at all do you wouldn't right? no no I wouldn't do it I wouldn't. Your, your relationship is more important. Than yeah, you but I think there are other people that. that would go, yeah, yeah, and then just do it anyway. But then that would be a red flag to their partner that sure, this isn't yeah. the best relationship to be in. You True, know, it's, it's yeah. nothing. Or, or maybe they do. I've seen. I can't remember the American comedian who does lots of jokes about a girlfriend, but that he said like, "But that isn't my girlfriend." And she knows that mm. I'm portraying her in this joke as being terrible, but I'm actually not talking about her at all. None mm. of it's real. I still think it's a really fine line. Yeah. And also you feel like, it's my life, I can use this material, yeah. but it's mm-hmm. not it's happened you. to me, so it, I should be able to use it. But you're right, yeah. if it affects the other person. Yeah. And also if they're easily identifiable, if it's a husband and they've got children, you've got children and you're talking oh, about your life, yeah. Yeah. then the husband, I guess, feels, well, look, you know, there could be children, friends, parents in the audience, whatever. They really don't. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I felt from what I read of that situation with, uh, I can't remember a name that, mm. that comic, but I, mm. I, from what I read, and again, you've got to take into account, it might have been presented that way for the sympathies to lie with her mm. or in other ways for the sympathies to lie with him. I felt like there'd been a degree of uh, antagonistic yeah. back and forward on both sides is what I felt and this was his way of like getting back at that yeah. was his way of reclaiming power it was her, and, yeah. and what had originally been her way of reclaiming power yeah. is what I thought would it not um, be a red flag it was Louise, Louise Ray and there's no, yeah, so no outcome so we're yet, not talking so we about, talk about, talk about it um, yeah. would it not be a red flag for either of you if you had a partner who said why am I not in your book or why am I not in the stand up who kept like insisting why would it be a red flag then because because you'd, wouldn't you not feel like why are you insisting that you should like, you sh- I should put you in the book why do you want to be like why haven't you talked about me in your show that would be, be weird that, that would be, be weird that would be really, I don't, I don't that think I've be, had that but I've certainly, I've, certainly had, uh, I've had the opposite though I've had partners who really are like really pathological about like stop naming me because I wrote a column in the Times yeah, yeah, yeah. for three right, years yeah. a okay. weekly column and I did at the time this was five years ago at the time I regularly mentioned the bloke I was with yeah. and mm. he had a real problem with it and you know what over the years it became 
it was a red flag. Mm. It wasn't just about like, can I have a bit of privacy? Because I used his initial, I didn't use his name. Okay. He became like pathological about it. It's like, calm down, no one cares. No one, no one's tracking, no one's- Yeah, yeah. And if you're writing about your life- How can I not mention like, we went and did this, we went and did that. But some people are intensely private. I know they are, I know they are. And they shouldn't be with a writer or they shouldn't be with a creative type. They shouldn't be with a comedian. Not one anymore, so it's all right. They can come and go at me if they want. <laughs> um, no, I think it's, I think it's a really interesting dilemma. Yeah. I really do because I, I had no hesitation then when that said if they said don't, I, was like, I absolutely wouldn't. Mm. Like, I really wouldn't. But it would be quite hard. Would it be hard to do a routine and not ever talk about your life? No, and your no, no because it, I would consider that to be a limitation as a comedian. So if, if you go, well, if you like somebody going, well, if I can't talk about you, I can't talk about anything. It's yeah. like really, can you not talk about anything at all? If you're referring it back to your own personal life. You you could tell any story I think if you had a partner by and by just saying, and you know my my family were fine, my partner was fine. And it, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. A, it, it can be. There's as so many routines I can just sort of hear them almost in my head. Like so, my girlfriend and I were, you know, or yeah. my boyfriend and I were, but maybe. But I think a lot of them would be fictional routines yeah, anyway. For, for most lots people, lots of it is made up in the same way that lots of non-fiction is actually quite fictional. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, in tone. I mean, I've heard lots of. I've been in situations where there's a, a comedian there with their partner. And then you see the comedian go on the stage and say the most oh. outrageous shit. And, and, and then you. And I've been in situations with lasses and blokes where I've just gone, is this right? They're like, it's just all. You know, he just says all this. Yeah, 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 I've seen that. I've yeah, seen that. Yeah, a lot of times, yeah. but it's just bottle up. But it you know, still makes you just one. go, really? did you really do that? Yeah. Is that, <laughs> is that a yeah. thing that happened in your bed? <laughs> um, well, look, it sounds ace. It's England's Lane, um, and it's uh, Three Hairs. Is that right? Three Hairs Publishing, yeah. Yeah, it's out. Uh, it was out last Monday. So it's out now, and it's yeah. on Amazon and all of that, and then hopefully in all good bookshops. Well, favour bookshops. Yeah, Go to absolutely. a local bookshop and buy because you'll get shops. more cash than you'll get from Amazon. And uh, I, I'm on a bit of a quest, anti-Amazon quest. Me I know. I, I really know. am. I mean, today, you know, they've slashed the price. You kind of think, wow, really, there are no margins for authors or publishers or anyone yeah, anymore. Yeah. But indie bookshops is a nicer experience. Mm. It's a nicer shopping experience as yeah. well. So if you've got a local bookshop... And the funny thing is, we all want them on our high street. Like, we all want, like, a lovely independent bookshop yeah. and a lovely independent cafe. And then yeah. we all kind of walk you've past and go to Tesco's. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. terrible. I, I've made a concerted effort this year to not do any of that now. And I, I did. I, I'd been, I got Amazon Prime, didn't I, free from here? Yeah. And cancelled it, just... Cancelled it, wrote something, cancelled it. That's cool. I can't remember why. What was it? I was they making a political point. They didn't deliver something point. to you on time. No, but or, I, or they didn't leave I applied it, it to something that was in the news at the time. I said because the they're not supporting something. He's trying to make something. it like it was a principle. Yeah, but I know. I no, it was, but I can't remember yeah. what the principle he was. Tried like, to replay, but really, it was they didn't deliver it to his house on the day they said they were going to or something. No, like, they, something I, like they that, regularly didn't arrive at my house. Yeah, regularly. But then something happened. I thought, oh, I'm going to say that. I'm going to say yeah because the tax probably thing wasn't it? The tax thing. Maybe it was that. I can't remember. Um, it's been lovely meeting you. Lovely to, really, yeah, really lovely to chat to you both. On your Twitter, time. you said that you were interviewed by someone else last time. Tom, I was interviewed Tom by Tom Latcham. Yeah. Was he yeah. better then? <laughs> no, no. But I came in to talk to Tom about something, and then we did hot gossip, which was another thing. What's that? Oh, that was with, with uh, Lizzie Cundy. Yeah, that was it. Better than Lizzie Cundy as well. And Tom's back here now. She's still here. She ignored the question. Well, I said I'm a better and she ignored it which means that I'm not oh dear. no no because I didn't want to be rude about I've got more followers than Tom Latcham on Twitter I love doing that I love comparing yeah. followers Tom Latcham's only yeah. got 888 but have you got your blue tick I won't have one because I'm getting really annoyed about this blue tick business have you right? got one okay I'm just saying I am a journalist I am a writer yep. like I am a broadcaster yep. why can't I have a blue tick right why so do you I'm, not, I'm not getting on my high why horse do you want one? I just want one okay. no no that's it and there are people that have got half of my followers no it doesn't matter why do you want one because they're like it says like is it a verified account but why is does what that matter? you do 
Well, it is what you... Because it's... I don't know. I, I honestly I don't know. Feel I've like got to be in my bonnet about it. Yeah, and yeah, I've written to them loads of times going, oh, okay. here's examples of my work. I'm like an original whatever. I don't know what you mean because I've seen some bands and things with like 500 followers yeah. and I think, well, how the hell, like, why have you got a tip? But not even bands, just literally random people right, with a thousand yeah. followers and I would like my blue so, tick and I'm going to start no, a campaign. So, so, and you're really, you're giving yourself away. There's a, I know. So it's a high, you want a hierarchy in Twitter. I do, you want to be one of the more is, important on people Facebook, I don't care about friend numbers on Instagram. I yeah, never yeah, even yeah. look. Mm. But on Twitter, for some reason, it's got under your skin. I just want my blue tick. Principle thing. Have you got one? No, I don't want one. But why not? Because I, I, I think you look like a wanker with one. I no. don't want to be on Wikipedia. You can say no all you want. I, I genuinely you think, th- I think you, you think look like a wanker. A with, I really, I, I really think, and especially when you see it, like you say, it was someone with 500 followers or whatever. It's like, why? You? Well, you know they've applied for it, obviously. Yeah, they no, of course the rules, they have. Well, they? The like, idea of it is to verify it's you so nobody can impersonate you. So yeah, if yeah. you've got someone impersonating yeah. you, I get it more then. I understand it more then if yeah. someone's actually trying to pass themselves off as you. But I just think I will never need one. And I just you were quite tough to find because I originally found you under Ray Peacock. And yeah, then, yeah, they, yeah, and then yeah. they told me you're actually under Infinite. Well it, well, it went to books. No, no. I've not been Ray Peacock for like two or three years now. Two so, years, yeah. But when I put in Ian Boltsworth, it comes up with that. With Infinite Hermit now? Yeah. No, that, that w- no. When I put in Ian Boltsworth, because I wanted to tweet you or tweet, right, right, right. tag you in, it comes up with uh, Ray Peacock. How crazy is that? Yeah, yeah right, but right. when I put in Infinite Hermit, it also comes up with Ian Boltsworth. So yeah. that's right. Weird. Um, it only changed to Infinite Hermit last week. Could you be Ian Boltsworth It was, was Boltsworth 73. Boltsworth 73, yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. Which, by the way, that's already, because I didn't realise, I looked, someone's already, someone's taken that one now, so that's gone. Taken what? Boltsworth 73. No, that's, I still own it. Oh, okay. So what right. we did was we uh, Infinite Hermit is my production company. Yeah. Um, we swapped over Infinite Hermit and Buzz Seventy Three. So now Buzz Seventy Three has the followers that Infinite Hermit had, and now Infinite Hermit has the followers that I, I had see, personally. Right, okay. And all all it is is I want to depersonalise Twitter, so I want to not okay. be a person. Okay. You mainly talk about your Patreon. Now, it's it's you? almost exclusive yeah, yeah. my Patreon stuff now. Yeah. So it's I I just got increasingly bothered by my own desire to yeah. wish to live my life in public yeah. I thought it was weird and, and it was it was on me yeah. I was like I can control it in podcasts I can control it in my broadcasting and I can say what I need to say I don't need to tell someone I've just seen something funny on the I street know, all, all I know. the why time why don't we do that I find myself going weird, oh I'm I? just going to say and then I think why the fuck are you sorry yeah, why yeah. are you going to yeah, say yeah. that why are you going to say that you have to start saying to yourself no one it's not even what they why do you feel the need to tell yeah, someone weird, I just it? bought a thingy in Sainsbury's huh, look at my selfie yeah it's boring and it's look stupid look what Starbucks think my name is it's, it's, oh, it's yeah, bizarre it's a classic, isn't it? but there's also but why I know, do we do it like, I don't it's changing know. our brains one of my books Positively Primal is about this the way these yeah but the way this digital stuff is actually changing the way we think like I don't want to be thinking to myself oh that was really amusing I'll just tweet a picture of it yeah not funny. And I should, I should say as well, since the decision to do it, yeah. it's not stopped in my head. Oh no. Like I still get like, you think, oh, I would have tweeted would that. Tweet yeah. that. I would have tweeted that. So the 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 response is still there, yeah. less than it was. Mm. But I'm much happier without yeah, feeling I hurt that I've my got wrist to. because of writing and stuff. And I put this. I had about a compression bandage on it, and I was doing right. I could say like, I'm the Andy Murray of the writing world. I yeah, thought, yeah, yeah. Emma, you sad fuck. <laughs> like, stop. Just stop there. Yeah. But I had to actually go down that route of yeah. thinking it would be really cool. It's like, training. We've been trained. I we've been know. trained but against our trained world. Trained too, no, but there was a time before it, wasn't there, where no one would think, you know, it's like, only five, like a few years. But it's yeah. fun for a bit. Like this. For a bit, right. it's fun. I get it. But it's a new thing. and It's fun for a bit. But to then make it an so obsession, self-regarding, and yeah. it's like self-editing the whole time, thinking, and that's not even without starting on the whole filters and all of that. Yeah, stuff. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. Mm, it's, it's really true. weird. 
Aren't we dreadful? That's good, no, yeah, no, that's no, good no, though, that thing good. about not living your life like that. Yeah. Well, I used to reply to everything. Yeah, I would always that's reply, the other thing. I felt obliged to reply I to everything. I reply to everyone. everything, because I think if someone writes to you and says, I've just ordered your book, you should say thank yeah, you, no, that's I get, great of you, I know, but it becomes a full-time job, you can't But you really. have to say, you have to set a precedent, this is how I felt about it, I have to set a precedent that I won't reply to everything on Twitter. I do reply to everything on my Patreon, so everything, mm-hmm. but my Patreon's behind a paywall, mm. but I because I'm like, okay, these people are genuinely invested in me, they have financially invested in me mm. as well they're supporting my creative endeavours and my independent work mm. so they are my bread and butter they absolutely yeah. are so they're, they're the people that I do need to thank but on Twitter mm. like I, I get if someone asked me a question about somebody asked me the other day is the PowerPod movie out yet I'm like well Google. What, what sort of, but also what sort I'm of fan are you I'm not public information like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, things like, can well, be easily found online but they feel the need to ask yeah but also if you're a fan you'd be on my you, Patreon right. and you'd be getting the making of that film all the time right Ooh, now I every al- single day I also think you'd probably be tweeting about it if it was out wouldn't you you'd have, you, you would have you'd have thought but yeah. then how confusing is it for people if I'm suddenly called Infinite Hermit and uh, suppose, yeah. all that sort of thing um Emma, thank you very much for coming in. Best of luck with the book. The book's called England's Lane. Thank you. I was going to say, published by Three Hers, and it's $8.99 out now. I tried to discover. Miles it's, better than it's Erasure. It's really, really good. Erasure really are good dreadful, com- aren't they? I forgot that it was even their song. I just think of that being the, the yeah. The that's like now. they wrote it. That's what it feels like to me. Like they wrote it. Well, Erasure and Erasure actually, covered it, and like Erasure are a Butlins band. I'd like to know if any. I really like the Erasure song "Stop," but I'd like to hear a cover of it. I think I'd like to hear covers of all Erasure We'd songs, fa- just Toby, not, not you, the original. Toby, can you see if you can find a cover of Erasure "Stop"? Any Erasure song covers. I don't, I want, the don't want the originals. Particularly "Stop." It's a bad. Can we delete all Erasure off the system as well, please? Every last one. No. No, it's bad. Time in someone else might want to play them. Who would want to play them? I actually don't know. Nick Cowan probably might. He might. Oh, he would. No, he wouldn't. No, he's got some odd choices. He might. But he's still a credible boy, Nick. There's there's no way at all that he would play that. It's like awful, awful music. (laughs) (laughs) Awful. Not like the Pet Shop Boys. And I feel like Pet Shop Boys brilliant, but I feel like I feel like Erasure. I feel like. So I'm not saying this is the case. I feel like they're not nice people. Do you know what I mean? I expect in five seconds a text from Barry coming through. Well, I'll be in the supermarket. <laughs> so that's how I'll find out that my show's on. Yeah, exactly. You're like, oh, what if I said that? We're just saying, why, why, would you have to, why would you feel the need to be such a dick? Yeah, that's kind of what it's I'm going to put another song on. We had a very heavily chatty first hour, didn't mm. we? Heavy, heavily fact, chatty. Uh, yeah, what's, what time are we on? We're on, uh, let me just whip up the order. This is the other thing about this. 54, 58. Okay, let's, I'm going to get us up to two hours. Okay. Two no, hours? No, uh, one, one hour. hour. Sorry, sure, sorry the first. It's a hell of a long song. Honestly, are you not tired as well? I do feel it's the heat, isn't it? Is it that? Yeah. Who can sleep in this heat? I have to think about that question why this song's on. Who can sleep in this heat? That sounded like that's what the song was going to be. Wearing. Um, it was f- like five and a half minutes long. That's that. all right. No, I, I liked it. No, but who does? Who carries on playing for five and a half minutes? John Bon Jovi. Yeah, but why did he not just go? Do you know what? This will be fine. At least he didn't fade out. Cut it down to three or five. Be annoying if there's a five-minute song and a fade as well. It's just lazy, isn't it? I think it was. I think if you're repeating choruses that many times, it's like just fucking cut a few of them out. I saw Bon Jovi live once, did and you? I was almost certain that I heard the same song twice. Right, I that's not a good like sign, did. is it? I feel like they did play it twice, but they wouldn't have done it. What would one? They? Well, they could have done. 
don't know, one of the one of the blaze or what dead or alive or something. Blazed, blazing alive. Blaze, blazed alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Did you like them? Are you a fan of Bon Jovi? Um, you told me to put Bon Jovi in the I system. I do quite like them actually. Yeah. You're that's not my favourite one. Hit me with your best shot by Pat Benatar. I love that. Yeah, that's a good song. That's not my favourite Bon Jovi song. What Pat Benatar? No, Blaze of Glory. <laughs> What's it's John Bon Jovi actually, isn't it? It's not Bon Jovi. I don't know. What's yeah. your favourite one? Uh, Runaway. Sing that for me. Mm, she's a little runaway. Oh, just had a text from Abby going, "Am I being dumb?" But no, quite no, no, no point to it. So, what? okay, from Abby that works here, "Am I being dumb?" <laughs> I don't know. Can't answer. Yeah, well, text about what, why, what you're doing. I will do. Um, yeah, she's having an affair. She's Maybe she's having an affair. Maybe she sent you a text saying, "I'm going to have an affair tonight." Oh right. And you didn't reply, and then she went, "I'm being dumb." Maybe it's that. Okay. Uh, I watched my first one. Abby's having an affair, I've decided. No, she's not. She's not. How did you say? Is she in a relationship? Yeah. She's having an affair. And I saw a cute... Awful. She one of her posts that she put on that, her, her Instagram, it. I saw that was cute, is that she's falls in love with her boyfriend more every day. Oh, okay. It's cute, isn't it? Well, yeah. Why, no. I mean, why does she feel the need to say that? I don't know. Unless she's trying to assert, reassert in her own head. She's got a bit of a crush on Miles Kane, though. I mean, nearly interviewed him at the week. Miles Kane, unless me. that's your alias. Yeah, it okay. is. So you <laughs> yeah, are is. in the last shadow puppets. Yeah, actually, yeah. I think, I'll, yeah, yeah, I think I will be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm actually oh, thinking okay. about it. Yeah, so yeah, you I did a lovely that. set last Saturday at the Queens of the Stone Age. Gig. Yeah, I thought really it was, good. I thought that as well. I thought it was all right. It was like, yeah, what's good? Because there was feeling in it. Do you not think there was feeling in no, it? No, I always thought that's, you know, it's a bit weird to come out. It was a hot day. Why not play with the top boiling. off? It was boiling. That's why you had your top off for the last Of course it set. is. I was sweating buckets. And also, um, we were meeting Joey Page there. Mm. Well, he said he couldn't get there till 4.30, but I, I realised... I remember Joey saying he couldn't, yeah. That's because he was playing in your band, because yeah, the bass yeah. player looks exactly like Joey Page. Yeah. And so I had to so I said, like, it's obviously why you're meeting Joey us later. plucking yeah. those strings for us. Yeah, it does a great job. <laughs> great job. Um, and, I, and he positively encourages me to take my shirt off. Yeah, I'm sure he says. Well, says if you're hot, just take your shirt off. It's fine. It's yeah. not posing, is it? So no, not at all. So no. I just did it. Really hot day. Got my pecs, got my pecs out and said, look what you could have had. Iggy Pop 70 never plays with a shirt on, does he? No, it's getting a bit silly that now, isn't it? Yes. Well, I don't know. It's a bit, it's a bit of... Him. Have a bit of self-respect. <laughs> oh, Iggy? You have yeah, no way. I don't think so. Anyone could aspire to be as cool as he is. Mm, I'd love a little bit of self-respect there. <laughs> I'd love you to tell Iggy that once he knocks I you out. I fucking would. Yeah. No, wait, knock me out? Do you think yeah, he'd knock yeah, me out? He Not would. a cat in hell's chance, mate. Yeah, He's he a streak could. of piss. There'd be no chance. No, no chance Then he'd bring in Josh Homme and he would because he kicks photographers in the face. Oh, so a few of them would. That's yeah, a different thing. But Iggy put one-on-one. I could knock seven bells of shit out of He looks like he's got some muscles. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I'd snap him. Let's arrange Iggy Pop to come in just to fight Ian. And if I yeah? said to him, you've got no credibility, <laughs> right? You would be wrong. No, no, I wouldn't. I'd get Google on my phone and say, what's this uh, puppet of you on this advert, advert oh, for I forgot, insurance? I forgot he did that. Mr. Rock and Roll star. How's that? How does that tally up with the millions oh, you've God. made? Why? Well, I think yeah, he's well, quite t- happy, t- isn't he, t- t- with t- the millions he's made? No, no, I mean the millions he's already made from his music. Right, yeah. I presume he has anyway, I don't know. Um, it depends. I don't know. The, Maybe he had a tax bill or something. His biggest hits were out a long time ago. It depends what kind of publishing deal he had in the 70s or 60s. Really, Good point. Can we, find out, can we find out Iggy Pop's... Publishing the, deal from the 1970s. The exact stipulations in Iggy Pop's publishing deals yeah. for his largest hits, please. Thank you, Tim. Thank you. Exact, though. I want the full document. Yeah, not rough. Mm, not just a vague idea. I want to know... I want to know why he did those insurance commercials as well. It's not for money, then. It's not what there has well, to be. Well, it, it's it for cannot money. Cannot be. Yeah, but I mean, it has to be primarily. But for is money. it for? Did he get a more tax? money that he doesn't need? Was there something that happened to him and he had to lose out? Someone cheated him for some tax. Someone ran off with his money. His was wife he, molested pyra- and took a lot of money. Was he in a pyramid scheme for a bit? Yeah, yeah. 
Had he, he, had he invested too much into scratch cards? And Maybe then, he joined a cult and gave him half his did money. Did he think if he bought 1,000 scratch cards, he would definitely become a millionaire and it backfired on him? It's happened to all of us. I've face thought that. It. Have you ever thought that? If you want, if you, let's say you had like, say you had 10 grand disposable. Yeah, you think I'll buy all the... Yeah. Well, not all of them, but but, but I, it would occur to me to go, I think if I buy a 1,000 scratch cards... It's, I've got to win some I will get more least. than a £1,000 oh, back. I, mm, unlikely, wouldn't it be? Why? You'd probably end up with a pound. But you wouldn't win just a pound on all of them, so you would hope mm. that as it went along, you'd go, oh, great, I've won 70 quid. So yeah, that's... True. Do you know what I mean? So eventually, if you had a 1,000 of them... Yeah. ...you must go into profit... Can see how gambling becomes addictive. That's certainly really, yeah, that's it? the logic, isn't it? Mm. I used to have a thing about those. You know the um, arcades at the um, it's not at the cinema, the um, beach. The oh, pier. Oh, the pier. beach. Yeah, the not pier. cinema. The, the beach pier. makes more, far more sense. <laughs> I became obsessed you when I was younger on those um, little two p things that go back and forth. I was flinging money in there like no tomorrow. Right. <laughs> But there was a tomorrow, of course, and now all those two Yeah, and I lost all those two things. Yeah, they're all gone now, aren't they? I never now. got them back. They don't, they, how can you win that game? And are you ever in a shop and they say, uh, £10, two pence, please, and you only have a ten and you go, Come on now. if only I hadn't. The next, that extra 2p, I <laughs> know. kept that 2p. You said it's on Blackpool Pier in the machine. Yeah, yeah. Do you mean the ones like the ones on, they, is it Tipping Point, that programme? They go, oh, I don't know, I've not seen it. There's a programme that uses those. I'm sure oh, it's Bradley right. Walsh it's, something. He does. I don't know what he does, but um, someone it, like that. It just goes back and forwards slowly, mm. and you feel like and it tips them off. But never tipped. Whatever. Never for me. So what did you put in? Six p. Like how, no, how many two p's did you put in? I put in, in loads. So I was throwing. But did you in. not go and look at them and say, right, that one's most that's slightly. I did to all drop. of them. Did everything. The way the stats is important as well, because if they overlap, they won't actually push. They'll just slide on top of the other one. They won't yeah. actually push it off. I think that's why I can't go to a beach anymore. Would it cheer you up if I blew up a balloon? No, it really wouldn't. <laughs> it really wouldn't. Because now I'm having we've not, we've not now I'm having yet. an urge to go to the seaside straight after here and get down to one of those machines. I mean, I'm free. Are you free tomorrow? No, I'm working. When are you next free? Weekend. I'm going to go seaside at the weekend. Yeah. Where do you want to go? I only really like Brighton. I'm not interested in sand. <laughs> Brighton's not great for me. <laughs> okay. Where else has pebbles? Probably northwest. <laughs> go Please southport. Don't. Southport, if you Southport's want. miles away, isn't it? Well, from here, yeah, but it's not that oh, far from me. It's quite far. Blackpool, Morecambe? No, that's very far. Right, come on. Testing you. I don't like it, you know. I know, I don't. but you, you've had three, like two goes. It's not going to just go away. Cause... <laughs> I really hate this. Why? I've got tears in my eyes. No, please don't do it. Why? This. I don't like it. Just want to stick it to your head. No, I absolutely don't want static hair. It'll Thank come you. off. No, I don't want it. Alright, you ready? No. Look at me, eyes on me, straight no. face. Don't flinch. Just do your best it. and not I flinch. I hate this so much. Do your best not flinch. Fuck! <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> no, I won't again, don't Sorry, I hate it. Try it with me. I don't want to burst it. I'm Why? not because that's even more scary for me bursting a balloon than you bursting it. I hate them. I hate them bursting. Fun. No, but, I'm not doing uh, no, it. No, no. You don't have to do it. Try to do it. But I just do it. With a, no, I don't no, want to do just it. Try, but just try. Okay. This is what's fun about this. Ready? I'm not doing it with my hand. Just try to. I'll do it with a pen. No, nah, this is what's. This is why it's funny. Is because if you could just do it, it wouldn't be funny. I can't Don't do it with a pen. No, I, need, I can only do it with a pen. And even that's well, scary. Well, first off, try and do it without. No, I I'm not doing it without. You've got to try. Just try, I don't, put your pen down. No, I will only do it with a pen. And even that's terrible. That's but that's terrible. But what use are you to me but on I the show? Just, I still just, don't just try do and it. do it. 
That's what's no, I funny. Don't want to. Right, two hands. Just put two hands on no, it. No, I just actually squeeze hate them. it. I hate just it. squeeze them. No. Just squeeze them. Uh. Stop throwing it away. There we go. Right. No, I'm not doing it. You didn't even try. No, I did. Just squeezing it makes you me feel sick. You didn't even try. I'm not. No, I don't want to burst. No, I don't want to. All right. So I I'll, like I'll hold half of it. You're the other half. No, I don't like it. So try and squeeze it. No, with, I'm not. Just do it with me. No, you're pinching it. I d honestly, I hate All this. All right, one more, one more go of it. One more go of it. Oh, oh God. Okay, I hate it. Just no fun. Hate balloons. I know, but that's why it would have been funny. I'm not. It made me feel physically sick touching it. No, it didn't. It did. That's it made just me a lie. Just, that's a flat out lie. It made me feel ill. No, it didn't. Like toe ill. No, it didn't. Toe ill. Like uh, when, when I see toe. toes. Yeah. I think I'd rather see a gammy toe. I think I've got another ingrowing toe oh. now. By the way, oh, I genuinely do. I think it's it's been it's calmed down a bit now. Mm. And I resisted cutting it. You're not meant to cut them. Oh, right, first okay. off, you just let them grow for a bit longer. And then you have to try and cut straight across, but you can't cut into where it is. And I eventually just went, I'm just going to have to just try and do this and then just cut it. And it was like... H horrible. bit of blood. Sore. So how does it grow? Do they grow in grown toenails? Like grow they, out? They grow, no, they grow curved into the skin. So they essentially pincer into your skin. So they rip into in, your skin. In growing, that's what it is. And that's what the pain is. I don't understand how you're supposed to cut it then. Well, you cut it across, and then that way it grows up. Because I'm growing up, tra you train the nail to grow up. I told you, didn't I? About I mean, I, I know we've said this before. I'll tell you the whole story again. About the time when I, um, like, broke my toe. I didn't break my toe. I kicked something in anger, which made my toe go bloody and black. And then that nail had obviously just died. It had obviously come come a you know, detached from me. Mm -hmm. But I hadn't realised it. It just stayed on there. And another nail had grown underneath it. So that when I eventually went to the chiropodist with it, he had to just pull the top nail off. You know, I, I, I... <laughs> he pulled off the top nail, and there was another nail underneath. But because of course there were no air had got to it and all that, it was it was oh, kind of balloon on me. It was kind of monkey. The under nail was monkey, and I thought it's never going to go back to normal. But it did. It did in time now. Don't worry. I wish we never had nails. You wish we never had nails. Yeah. So would you be happy not having nails and then that soft bit under the nail being bare all the time? It would hurt all the time. It'd be horrible. It? What about if you dipped your fingers in salt? Uh, but what if we, Sting, just, if we just didn't have nails and our hands were just hard? But, we, but nails are important, aren't they? What for? Would you not use your nails ever? For anything ever? Just scratch yourself with Oh, we'll open up a, a can of something, yeah. There's that as well, yeah. Chewed yeah. can of tuna. Can of tuna. Yeah. There we go. So now we've established that you need nails anything. in case you want to open up a can of tuna. <laughs> that's, what our, that's what evolution has decided for human beings. <laughs> They need nails. What else do you use them for? To open a can of tuna. Pick your nose. What, I mean, what else do you use them for? As if opening a can of tuna is the only reason we have nails on our digits. Well, I open up San Pellegrino as well. Pat Bernata with Hit mm -hmm. Me With Your Best Shot uh, Only Hit. Bernata. Bernata. Benata. Tell me that it's wrong. It is wrong. It's Benata. Have you asked her? I have. Yeah. No, I haven't. No, but it's Benata. Not, it's not. It's Benata. Uh, we're joined now by Elf Lions. Hi, Elf. Hey. How are you? I'm really good. Are you? I am wearing a swimming costume. Are you? It's the only oh, okay. suitable outfit to wear in this heat. It's like, um, how do you deal with heat? You, Badly. Bad I'm, mm. like, I'm like a vampire. I'm half Irish with some sort of uh, Polish heritage mixed yeah, yeah, yeah. in. So I'm pretty much allergic to light. It's um, well, I'm like about maybe like half a stone overweight, and I find it um, intolerable with long hair and overweight. It's just like 
colours. And you are wearing dark colours and mm. you're quite peachy skinned. You've got very rosy cheeks. That's actually from sunburn. Oh. Well. You should factor well. up. Yeah. Um, do you know what? I really, really should. And I am encouraging other people to do that very strongly at the moment because mm-hmm. somebody that I know has had skin cancer recently. And um, I just, it's not that I don't do it, it's just that I don't expect to be out in the heat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's, it's like, I'm like, oh shit, I'm in the sun. And I didn't mean to be in the sun. So I think it's Because you're in London, you just expect any minute for it to just drizzle and get very melancholic yeah. and morris well, I go to a spa every day, right? Oh. But I, and I have this ongoing <laughs> thing. Okay. I do. How the other half I'm, 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 right? I'm a member there. Oh, it's like goodness. a mile from my house. And uh, when I go in there, I'm almost always wearing a coat. And they've started mocking me a little bit for wearing a coat. In this weather, yeah. Yeah, but I, I what type of coat? A duffel coat? Just it's like a linen parker. coat. He brings a parker. That, no, that is that's kind of thick. How's that a fucking parker? Parker esque. You look like the g- there, You look like that guy from what's the guy who made that oh, badly drawn boy? Is okay, that is that, oh, yeah, is yeah. this what this is? Are we promoting stuff or are we just going to slug me off? What are we doing? What? The library is open. Yeah, that was that's fine, right? Okay. Um, no, it's the but I wear that as like it's like a bag to me. So it's got my keys in it and it's mm. got my vape in it and all that sort of stuff. That's all it is. So I don't I don't go and get in the pool with it on. I'm literally just Fair. walking in the car to the reception. See, I found I've had this row with them. <laughs> I found this out with my dad because my dad's very private about like what he was like at university. So we went to university the Liverpool. There, then, there? And then there. I went to a filler match with him and one of his old mates from uni. And I was like, what was my dad like? And he was like, well, your dad, he always wore a trench coat. Right. And I was like, yeah. Right. Okay. My dad was like, yeah, because it was punk. Yeah. And my dad yeah, was like yeah. a proper punk boy and he had long yeah, yeah. red hair and that sort of mod style. Yeah, thing. yeah. And he went, yeah, and he, he always wore leggings. And I was like, oh. What? <laughs> I went, yeah, he wore leggings and leg warmers, brown leggings and, and brown leg warmers. Right. And I, and I said, why did you do that? And dad went, well, I don't know. Just, it was just one outfit. Wore it every day. Wow. He meant because he was focused on his studies. It meant he didn't have to think anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just put on. The, but I was thinking, God, what? <laughs> if I saw a man wearing a trench coat, brown leggings, and, and brown yeah, leg yeah, warmers, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't you'd, know. I think they'd be a good about sizes. that person. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it depends if you find a look that works for you. Why not wear it every day? Yeah. I suppose. Well, so he's he's a huge Echo and the Bunnyman oh, fan, fair. and mm. he once went and saw them like every single day of the week whilst they were on tour around the UK at one point like he we've always we've gone to like four of their gigs live together and then we got him a book for his birthday of live punk gigs through the 70s and 80s and there's one of Ian McCulloch of Echo and the Bunnymen yeah. and on the front row right at the front it's just there my dad isn't that ice though it's, it's so that. cool yeah, and yeah. I was like look how cool this is and my mum just went he looks like a cereal. My dad was like, oh, I think I look cool. Maybe it's a slow burn. Maybe he's just, he's just biding his time to the actual moment that he pounces. Yeah. I think he's a lot more cool than we realise. I think okay. you know, you always cool, take the yeah. mick out of your dad. And because he's so, like, quiet about things, he's like, oh, I remember this time once I was backpacking with friends and we met this girl called Chardonnay and she took us on a yacht. And, um, yeah, that was fun. And then that's all he tells you about the story. Right. And you're like, as an 18-year-old or whatever, travelling on your own yeah, around yeah, yeah. Europe. Mm. That's not the end of the story, is it? Yeah, I want to find out who who's Chardonnay. Chardonnay yeah, is a great yeah. name. Because yeah. then he'll say, your f- my first girlfriend was your mother. And I'm like, hmm. So, who, so who's Chardonnay? Yeah, who's Chardonnay? <laughs> who's Chardonnay? <laughs> yeah, what's the story with Chardonnay? Well, I want to know that. Could you do that? Could you find that out for like another show that you do? Yeah, maybe. What's your dad's name? Jared. Hunting Jared. 
Hunting Jared. Oh, that Jared. sounds Hunting like Jared. a young adult novel about murder. Okay, yeah. it does, doesn't it? Or one of those ones that you see advertised Finding on Jared. the tube. Finding Jared. Yeah, Finding Jared. Jared's Game. That's that. Jared's Game. Thing oh, no, no. Jared's Game. Call it that. <laughs> oh, that's that? the Stephen King novel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. on Netflix. Oh, I'm a huge Stephen King fan. And, I, and it's so funny when you read... Because, like, he can do no wrong in my eyes, except when you get so familiar with his style, the way he describes women, like, it's always like... Very perky breasts. Right, right. Every okay, cat, yeah. every woman in a Stephen King novel Mate, has even, incredibly even Annie, perky breasts. Annie from Misery. She, she didn't seem like she'd have perky breasts. <laughs> you know what? I, I, I think her breasts are mentioned. They're quite perky. I think they're more dour. Mm. Yeah. They maybe Pendulous. got perkier when her object of affection, like, lived in her house by mistake, and then yeah. she, she kneecapped him. He didn't, live in, he didn't live in her house by mistake. That's well, he, what, well, he didn't want to be there. That's the story he? of Misery. She kidnapped him. She did kidnap him. He didn't yeah. live there by mistake. <laughs> <laughs> just coming out going it's such a great story yeah isn't it though well I like Stephen King but isn't there like didn't he not write loads of them is that not right he did write loads of them but he wrote loads of them whilst under the influence of a lot of drugs and cocaine okay but so he can barely remember a huge majority but is it of them. not right that he franchised himself in it essentially I think that's R.L. Stein isn't that the children's ghostwriter who's like he did um, what's it called Goosebumps, Goosebumps. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, I think from I don't want to make I don't want to be slanderous. No, I don't want to either. I don't think Stephen King did that. I'm sure I. Well, well Toby's going to Google it for us I, right now to she, find honestly, out. She worries about the most ridiculous legal things. I'm well, saying I'm sure well, I heard that. Stephen King is a big fan of radio. Yeah, and yeah. I don't want to be sued. I did not say. Stephen King definitely had ghostwriters. The end. I said, didn't he? Is that not right? And then we no, had a discussion about it. No, he wrote under it. an acronym. He wrote under Richard Brackman for he a did. period of time uh, to see if his books would sell as well, which was mainly science fiction. So he wrote The Running Man, oh. yeah. um, and they did incredibly well. And then it was revealed it was actually Stephen. It was actually him. Ah, okay. So that could be where you've mixed that up with. Very little on Stephen King using ghostwriters. <laughs> Apparently, it's such an okay, to me. I mean, you wouldn't want very to make it very little. well known, would you? Especially oh, like no. he's such a popular writer he always gets teased by other like I find it can be so elitist like the world of writing yeah, so, like, yeah, yeah. oh he's the french fries to the American literature and you're like well people like french fries everybody yeah, likes not, french I'm fries not, I'm not undermining oh, him no. at all but I mean um, if he did have a ghostwriter, you'd probably keep that no, yeah, I, I just thought it was like just later on that it was like they just used his name on books and writers wrote the books oh. sure I had that I um, <laughs> what's your thoughts on balloons on balloons. I've got three of them in my bedroom at the moment. Do you like them? I love balloons. Okay, cool. Let's play with some balloons for a bit. No, I don't like them. I don't like <laughs> them being burst around me, and, he, and he's trying to get me over it by bursting them, and I hate it. Oh, right. I thought this was a reference to it for a second. No. I thought you were just going to pull out a red helium no. balloon. Did you like the new film of it? I did, actually. I thought it was reliant too Wrong. much on jump Wrong. scares. <laughs> Well, I don't remember there being any jump scares in it, was there? Uh, there were lots of sort of very cheap, like, set, you know, like, you know, the rule of three. Duh, 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 yeah, duh. yeah, yeah. The guy walks into the room, you see one clown, you see another yeah, clown, yeah, yeah. there's the clown, jump. Um, I fell asleep twice in it. Really? And I loved the original, uh, the TV I've movie. I've never thing. seen the original TV, oh, it's so ace. I don't it's have. Ace. I had also was reading the book bef just before I saw the film, okay. so. And in some ways, I mean, the book is hench. Yeah. But also, you read that book and you go, there could have been an edit of this. There is, there's also a really bizarre sex orgy scene in, in the book. So they go down. Did the women have perky breasts or not? Of course. Well, no, it's between the kids. Oh. oh. So they all get lost in the sewers <coughs> and they have to defeat it. And in order to get out, the thing is, because they've defeated it, they've scared it and chased it away, 
they sort of lose their ability to work as a team and they can't find their way out. And so, um, goodness, I can't remember her name, but the young girl, she offers herself and all the boys have sex with her. And once they've all had sex with her, they... She is then. They are then able to work out the route out of the cave. She's made them more clever. Yeah, by sleeping with her, she's they, made the boys clever. She's given them like it's like a connection. I yeah. don't understand it. It doesn't make that doesn't make it's sense. It's the one part. Is of it, it sexy though? Is it a sexy scene? Um, I mean, it's between no, uh, uh, six, no? ten-year-olds. Yeah, 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 okay, I, okay, I, I right, it shouldn't be. Yeah, yeah it's it really is, not. It if anything, you're really going. This does not seem practical. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not but sure it's also yeah. comical in like the logic of a group of ten-year-olds stuck in the sewers after they've defeated a beast. Going, we're lost. Well, we've clearly got to all have group sex in order to break out of this. I didn't yeah. know that about the book. There yeah. are some really bizarre scenes, like some really horrible, like scary scenes, but they're not. The book, film isn't as scary as the book by any stretch of the imagination. I didn't really like it. I was really disappointed with it. I thought it was up its own arse. No. Just a bit too much for Quite me. Quite long, wasn't Interesting. it? Interesting. It's really long. Really long. And that's only half the story, See, isn't it? See, have you seen Hereditary? Not yeah. yet. I want to. <laughs> Did you like it? Mm. It was just... Oh, okay. It's so up its own... Like, that was pretentious. And it, was, oh. it takes so many hammer horror conventions, yeah. which I feel... And people are like, it's so clever, it's the next generation's exorcist. And you're like, it's not, because the exorcist had to have paramedics in it. Yeah, it yeah. was nearly banned for causing you so much like that, shock. You don't like that, do you? I love well, the I'm, exorcist. I'm not fussed so about you, the exorcist. You don't exorcist. like the exorcist, I, I, I do. I prefer the live stage show. Oh, my God, for, have you seen that? With the, when the head, the head swivels around and it's all weird. Well, no, but Ian saw one where they hadn't the quite night, fixed all the technical the night, stuff. The yet, I saw so. it, the head didn't work. And it was on, I went with Barry, you know Barry Dodds? Do you know Barry? Yeah. I went with Barry because he wanted to go because it was his favourite ever <laughs> film and I didn't want to go to it anyway and he, and he was honestly sat in the theatre going we're having a night of culture it's a night of culture this is like I, I do go to the, the theatre but you, this is the best thing you've been ever and um, and it was I laughed and laughed from here to end it's very funny and, and it's such a it's such a heavy mm heavy production like it's not scary at all it's very the best bit of it is the young the young actress who plays the girl who's taken over by the devil she's really talented and she has to do some incredible lip so thinking. is that the same girl from the tour would it have been the same girl in the West? did you see it in the west end yeah yeah, yeah okay so i saw it on the, on the pre pre west end tour oh, i saw yeah. it in birmingham i reckon it was still out of i heard it was a nightmare yeah. in birmingham I, I God, it was so, funny. It's terrible, but there is something so brilliant about bad productions. Like, I yeah. don't think there's anything wrong to admit when you're in a bad. Like, I love it in Edinburgh when people <laughs> say to me, "I'm in a really awful play," and you're like, "Awful in what way? Like, boring awful, or like, oh, you've had a crazy director yeah. and you've had a costume designer yeah, yeah, yeah. on crack?" And they're like, "The latter." And you go, "Okay." tell me the story and they're like it's about World War 2 set in space and you're like great and it's an ad- adaptation of Twelfth Night and you're like great <laughs> none of this sounds like it could possibly go wrong yeah, yeah. I love failure it's brilliant you'd have loved The Exorcist that night oh I wish I, I would. I, I, I was like really annoyed at it but I if I could watch the exact same production again with all the same things going wrong I would thoroughly enjoy it. With the knowledge as well. I think that's the thing. When something's hyped, I was so... Because I'm a huge horror fan. Yeah, 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 Me and my partner were obsessed with horror. So when we found out that The Exorcist Sorry, was Sorry, Will. We were like, oh, <laughs> oh, is he not a fan? You just said partner. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> is that a problem? It's what, he wanted, it's what he wanted me to find out. Oh, right, okay. Sorry. Serious partner? Sorry to or? everyone. Um, just, just like a... Casual. Well, it depends. Like, what, what's... <laughs> 
I mean, it's on the rocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, on the yeah, rocks. Yeah, so yeah, it's right, really right, that's good. That's not good. Not good. That's not good. That's but not I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's right. really, really on the rocks. I haven't yeah. told him yet. Um, okay. well, but I will cancel the wedding. Yeah, plenty more fish to say. You know, yeah, for you. I mean, I've watched Love Island. I know how it works. Just recouple. I'm not, so I don't. Um, but what was I going to say? I was going to say, oh yeah, I was so excited I'm about... I'm such a dick, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it's all right. I it was, wasn't even meant for I'm you. I'm not very good at jokes. Okay, I, I mean, same. no, I am. I mean, for the, for the hustle of talking about my show, I'm yeah, really yeah, yeah, yeah. good at jokes. You haven't mentioned yet at all, have we? Well, we can't. 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 But I was so excited to see Hereditary because I'm a big horror lover. Yeah. And mm. I was like with my mum and my sister and I said, we should go and see Hereditary. I've heard it's great. So we booked tickets at the Everyman Cinema. In the like, so you know what I mean? Posh yep, cinema. Nice. Mm. Yep. I paid for the tickets, so I was like, this is all my earnings this year from comedy. Right, right. Let's go. <laughs> and it was sold out all the teen like the whole how a horror film should be packed out with all the screaming teenagers in the middle, all the mm. couples at the back. And it was just solid laughter. It was solid laughter mm. for the whole way through oh, really? because none of us, no one found it scary it's funny because all the reviews and I don't necessarily agree with all yeah. reviews and the people I know that have seen it have been like oh my god no it is really scary if you like horror you're going to love it so there, was, there was one moment in it where I, cause I was in the relative, relatively dead cinema and silent cinema and there was one moment in it where I went okay like where it was, I think it's the first main thing that happens in it oh in and the I car actually, and actually, yeah and I thought yeah. Okay, right, okay, now I'm engaged. Now I'm actually mm. engaged in it. And then that went very quickly. It has a twist, which you really think it will play on. And then it goes to very old, traditional, mm. silly ideas of... It just is a copy of a lot of... It's like Rosemary's Baby slash The Exorcist. I thought, like, I the ideas, it was more like, par- like a horror. Paranormal Activity sequel. Yeah, but but well, well, like, Paranormal Activity I do quite like, but then nothing happens for an one hour. Of, one and, of then, the and then the last ten minutes... Something oh. big happened. Wasn't that? It's in like every the, the, the sequels they made where they started to explain why things would be going on. Yeah, but still, it's I a long it wait like, for it in any paranormal activity. It's isn't not. It? Oh, I've seen all of them, and they are. It's not. It's so not jumpy. Were, the whole way through. It depends which edit it is, because the original edit before Steven Spielberg got involved, it's there's brilliant. far less sound. Right. Um, there's no score. So suddenly, in complete yeah. silent scene, ev- all the doors will just open, and yeah. in the shock of that. But then Steven Spielberg, I believe, saw him. Was like, "This is great. We need loads of violins and yeah, yeah, yeah. do do do." And then the moment you tell the audience what's going to happen, yeah, it's I don't think the, in the, that film the it works. The original movie, Paranormal Activity, Untouched, the original film was Good. an and absolute the masterpiece. Yeah. The ending was ruined. Perfect. By, yeah, yeah, it was, was ruined by. The, mm. Well, whoever took it over, if it was Spielberg, but uh, was it Spielberg? Pa- I didn't yeah, I, I, yeah, Spielberg. I really, yeah, yeah. yeah, was it Amblin? Didn't Amblin take it over? Or something? Oh god, they, I'm not as familiar. Whoever with distributed it, it was it was via Which Spielberg. Which was the ones that became really like a lot of jump? Because there's about two or three that I saw. Where I was like, actually, the, the, the original Paranormal Activity film. Yeah. I think they made for like five hundred dollars or something. Uh, it was something stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just a, and they used and it was that just the two couple, Micah and Thingy, that were. But they used the house, that footage. Yeah. yeah. And then they played with that footage to make it into a more cinema-friendly film. Yeah. Right. They didn't okay. refilm it. It wasn't reshot. It was the same film. Okay. But then they changed the ending. That's the one that was the bad one. The ending in the cinema release. Yeah. Was just Not the one where the person gets. It was special effects, right. and, it, and, yeah. and it I wasn't. I don't think I saw original. that one. I think I did see the original. Yeah, the original the was fantastic. One, which was great. Yeah. 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 But then in the later films, they started explaining about cults and they started explaining about people in robes and all that sort uh, of shit. Stop yeah. bringing all that stuff in. That's what I'm saying. That, that's because sometimes that's what it I felt think like. just having no idea. Is far more terrifying. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, like the ending of Hereditary. There's just this one moment with someone <laughs> floating body. <laughs> 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 
It's a it's a bizarre one. But Blair, Blair Witch it. That's like oh, no, uh, that's Blair great. Witch it. Just go. But then Blair Witch two was all. I mean, the, actually, the remake of Blair I Witch. Loved Blair I Witch. loved the original it. Blair didn't Witch. Didn't love the, the, the remake. I didn't. I have a funny. St- I have a funny story about the original mm. Blair Witch. Okay, so we'll I was put a, our Blair Witch music. I was about eight when it came out on video at Blockbusters mm. or oh, eight or nine. God, that made me feel terrible when you said that. <laughs> Sorry, so I was really little and my nanny squeak, my grandmother, she used to let me wear any film I wanted from Blockbusters. Right. So I was like, I really want to watch Blair Witch. So we rented it and I put the video in and my granddad always taught me to put the video in and press the tracking button yep. to make sure it fixed. But the tracking, it was a completely botched video. But the thing was, because I'd seen in the adverts that it's meant to be a homemade video. Right, right. I thought that was <laughs> the film. I watched the whole film. I could just hear the sound, and oh. the whole thing was fizzy. Because I was brought up in a lot of experimental films. So I'm watching, and my grandmother, my nanny Squeak, comes in. She goes, What's this? And I go, Well, this is the film. She went, No, no, this is broken. This is broken. We well, can't have that. Because it was like expensive to rent a film. Because yeah. yeah. it was one night as well, you had to return it. Yeah. She went, We're going back the next day. So we're in the car. My granddad Squeak drives us out to Blockbusters. And my nanny squeaks, she gets out of the car, and rather than walking behind the car, she walks in front of the car. But my granddad has thought she's going to walk behind, so she starts driving. Hits my nanny squeak on the car. She rolls up the bonnet, absolutely fine. But the problem is, granddad's run over the video. (laughs) (laughs) But nanny squeak, because she's a hustler, she picked the video up. And walked into Blockbusters yeah. and complained that the video hadn't worked <laughs> when we put it in the machine, and it was completely flat. Yeah, 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 yeah. The thing is, yeah. the staff could have clearly seen this old woman just get hit by a yeah, 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 yeah. Get up. and so we got the DVD and we wa- oh, no, the video. Yeah, we give, watched her, it give her a two pound fifty back for that. She's been run over for God's sake. Um, I what? Do you remember the Mickey Rourke film, The Wrestler? Mm-hmm. I've never seen it. I well, I watched that. It's about wrestlers. <laughs> And uh, no I watched that. You. I watched it because it, it's like a fucked up wrestler. Like years mm. later, all the damage has been done to his body, and him going back and still mm. doing it, and you know how battered he is, and all that sort of thing. And I watched that for an hour, not realizing that basically I couldn't hear people talking. <laughs> like it, it was like, like so if it was me talking now, it's like going <laughs> like that, right? Yeah. So I'm watching it, going. You thought Darren this is really, quite experimental. No, I thought Maybe that, I thought it was great. Yeah. I thought Rock. it was a great device. I was like. Right, so I'm hearing what he's hearing. Oh, yeah. So he's so fucked up, that's all he can hear people. He has to really concentrate to listen to that for an hour (laughs) until I went, this is kind of unwatchable now. (laughs) And then I just did the test on all my my speakers and two of them just weren't working. Just two speakers out. So obviously the dialogue speakers just were out. What for a fucking hour? (laughs) Did you bother Thinking it was really clever. Did you watch it again or did you go, Yeah, yeah, no, I put it back on there. But then I felt stupid for an hour. So when I watched it again, I was like... Why did I think this was what? <laughs> why did I think they were giving no information at all in this film? Right. There are so many films though that you watch. Like I remember because I studied film for my BA. Yeah, yeah. There were loads of films I watched. And I'm like, I'm, I'm sure the lecturers put this on at the wrong bit. And you yes. go, no, no, it's it's art. It's mm. really pretentious. It's meant to start like this. Like any film by Lars von Trier. I go, yeah, no, yeah. no, not for me. I like the idiots. Mm, I do oh, too. Oh goodness, yeah. I have. I can't remember. I watched that. I think when I was about sixteen. After the idiots the end for me oh really yeah. okay I think his films are appalling I saw Antichrist and that was enough to, that was well, I took a boy on a date like to see that film oh I'm that. sure I really appreciated that oh yeah and, uh, really appreciated and, uh, and how did it work out for the rest of the night um <laughs> I think we went to ZZ's. Yeah. Oh, can't can't do much if you've both got cross legs, can you, really? 
Um, yeah. And then Nymphomania was just like I, I quite liked that actually. Didn't like that. I thought it was disgusting. Melancholia. Did you I like thought that it was. Uh, I think I stopped watching after okay. that. Um, like, I'm gonna I, put a song on. We're not mentioning your show. Can I put a song on then? We'll talk about your show. Great. Are you in a rush? No. Well, I mean, I've got things to do, but you've got, I'm yeah, you've got a life outside I've the got, studio. I've got other, th- you know. <laughs> Let me find a short I've got one. leggings to put on <laughs> <laughs> and a trench coat. Um, this is the shortest one. It's White Snake. Here I go again. Do you want that? Do you yeah, like okay. that? Yeah. <laughs> White snake. Here we go again. Is that actually on? Yeah. It's really quiet. I can hear. I can. Hear I think you. I turn my headphones down. I can uh, hear it now. I can hear yeah, it now. No problem at all. We're still here with Elf Lions, and we're going to now talk about your show. Yeah. After you've popped this balloon. Oh, oh no! I'm very, I'm very bad with violence. I can yeah, try. Let me get it. violence. No, you're right. Is I, that me, is why I don't I'll like give it a go because I'm not. I'm it's a violent do act. Do quite near. No, no, please don't. No, I'm not I don't do like that it. Consent is Jesus. Does that bother you or not? Does that bother you? Okay, yeah, I'm yeah. actually feeling quite uncomfortable. You were saying before about how much you liked balloons and stuff. I love balloons, but I don't rub myself against them. See? How's that? How is that? It's That's a violent a, act. You're just masturbating a balloon. I'm not just rubbing some latex. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Wow, and your hands getting all um rashy. I told you but before I you that I had, latex. A, I had a tonic's tea cake. Yeah. And oh, then I, I love lick, those. But then I drop one. Oh yes, please. Yeah, both of them if you want. Oh it's really? Yeah. Oh, if you're allergic um, though, as you said, to my latex, squeaks surely I don't think balloons are latex. Oh right. Um, so Rubber. could you just could you pop it there? Okay, go next on. to Nat because Nat just can't oh, do it. I Actually, do you know what? Eat your tea cake first because okay. otherwise it's gonna make your hands smell of okay. balloons. I love this. We'll just wait. Oh, we'll just wait while Elf just eats a tea cake. I <laughs> do- oh, it's got the marshmallow stuff in it, like a walnut wilt. What did you? Wilt. Wilt. <laughs> like a walnut wilt. Wilt. What's that? A walnut wilt. A walnut whip. A walnut whip. You know the ones that are curling and got the cream. Are you inside? trying to say walnut whip? It's a whip. It's an. I thought it was Y. No. An L. <laughs> so, walnut so whip. Look it up. No, no, it's. It's a walnut oh. whip. Walnut whip. Alphys. Oh. You know what? What? <laughs> this is like that time I got self-deprecating you and self-defecating. Mean that? <laughs> you mean that? Yeah. Ah, oh, it is whip. It is whip. Yeah. I thought it was whip. Anyway. I'm just going to look for Wilp though. Also, what's a Wilp? I don't know. No, it isn't. When you Google Walnut Wilp, it still comes still up comes with up Walnut, walnut Wilp. Oh, there you go. Yeah. It's weird. It's, nice it's a weird thing. Well, I won't, I'll take this bit of stand up out of my routine. <laughs> it's a weird bit. You Walnut Wilp 20 minutes. Walnut Wilp. What a weird name, guys, yeah. right? I don't know why that never worked. That'd be really funny, though. That'd be genuinely funny to go on stage with to do a bit about how weird something is when you've clearly got it wrong what it actually is. Mm-hmm. That'd be a nice bit of stand up. I think that would actually work. On I think that's Wilt. pretty much my show at the moment. Is it? Yeah, yeah, it's totally it's is. me explaining economics in an hour. Okay, and do you understand it? Well, I think I understand economics. Okay, that's nice. Uh, but the thing is, I'm trying to explain it entirely through song and mime. Right. And it turns out that my abilities in mime mm. might work against me when trying to explain my opinions of, you know, fiscal policy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> What sort of shape are you in for it? Um, mentally, um, a very f- uh, flaccid. Um, are you? Physically, mm. I'm as turgid as a rock. Okay. Turgid as a big potato stuck as in some salty wilp. water. Yeah, yeah. As a walnut wilp. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a physically in- exhausting show. Okay. I thought when I finished my last show, I felt a bit like Mickey Rourke in The Wrestler. Yeah, yeah. My Feet are ruined. My back is ruined. And everything's on. Everything's on. 
I, yeah. just my joints are so like everything about it and then this show I was like no I'm not going to do any crazy physical stunts and then this show there's tap dancing there's hula hooping okay there's singing there's me attempting to do a roly poly yeah. and I can't do one of them I can do them can you do a roly poly up and do it for you at the yeah, Friends. do you want to be every oh, night? Just do it every night. Every I was night. looking for a backing dancer who could do voguing the whole oh. time that I do the show. I could show. do the caterpillar as well in the break dancing. Really? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Do it really well. Oh. You seem like a talented dancer. Can I have the last two cake? If you want to, you can, yeah. I mean, if, if you pop the balloon, you can. Okay. I'll pop the balloon. Ready? No, don't. Do <laughs> What is wrong with you people? It's not a nice thing it's to just say. It's coming through some yeah, plastic. Yeah, but it's just a surprise. Yeah. It's not a surprise because you knew you were doing it. If somebody came up behind you and did it, I'd get it. But you knew what you were doing. Why is it a shock? It's just not a very nice noise, is it? You're all weird. I think you're weird for making well, women pop balloons in this, and they don't want this in order to eat. Right, yeah. this is Herring's fucking podcast all over again. This has got nothing to do with women. It was. I, I didn't carefully oh, select now he's women. Oh, the subject that were women. Okay. No, yeah. you did. You did. You said making women do it. It's not I'm making. We're not making women. I am making the people that are in the room do it. Not the women. Don't start on that. I'll have you. Come okay. down here like a ton of bricks. Then I will make you make me a cup of tea. <laughs> <gasps> um, so Chiff Chaff is an Emmy show. Mm-hmm. What does Chiff Chaff even mean? Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll put the Can I say that up. Mickey Rourke was de- he was deaf? The character was deaf in the film as well. Uh, so it wasn't well, ridiculous yeah. that I thought that. Right. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was just ridiculous that I thought it for an hour. Now. <laughs> but the character was deaf. Um, for the sake of, I'm under too. Much, I feel I, every year I'm under too much pressure to come up with a long pun f- on my name. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I feel like ever since Joe Lysett, some like it hot. Yeah, yeah. There is pressure, and I can't quite cope. Okay. And so what I did was two years ago I called a show Pelican. Mm-hmm about my mother because pelicans look after their babies and they've got a particular relationship swan was because it was about swan lake mm-hmm. and chiff chaff is a, uh, a one a really fun word to say chiff chaff that's right I chiff. like the idea of people chiff going chiff. can I have two tickets for chiff chaff please uh, chiff. Yeah. chiff chaff and you can't say or chiff chaff chiff sounds chaff. a bit so you go chiff chaff I would say chiff chaff chiff chaff yeah chiff chaff two tickets for chiff chaff, chiff chaff. it's funny yeah. very onomatopoeic okay I hear that and uh, the chiff chaff uh, is a global bird it travels all around the world. Uh, very different style, very different types, many different types of chip chaff. And uh, they are known for their song. Oh, and nice. I thought, well, it's the show's about the economy, it's about the world, and it's through singing. So I thought chip chaff yep. was the best. I mean, title. I didn't need you to justify it, by no, the way. No, but I, you like, know what? I feel like it's important to. It's an interesting question to see what you know why where that came from. Yeah. You could have just said, oh, crap, do you like the sound of it? Mm. Uh, yeah, nice, I, I nice originally sound. really wanted to call my show Penis. Yeah, and I was told you can't. And I why? thought, by who, who told who? you? you can't? Well, yeah, why? Oh, you know, no, just just the gods from above yeah, were like, no, so no, not a comedian. Not a comedian. So yeah, don't, okay. don't call it Penis. Oh, don't right. listen to them. So the rules are: you, there are certain words you can't put in the title of your show. So Penis. It's I not a rule. Oh, it's no rule. Okay. So you might might just not have seemed. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it was a branding thing. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Penis is a brand name, actually, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, Elf Lion's penis. Elf Lion's penis. You immediately, I think, you'd assume it'd be about penises. Um, but yeah. I think what it's more I would funny do. to do a show called Penis and then it and be entirely mention, yeah, about the economy. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I completely agree with you. And also what I would do, and I don't agree with defacing posters, but I would go around under cover of darkness if it was called Elf Lion's, Elf Lion's penis and I would put apostrophes after the S. So it was meaning that it was yours, your penis. <laughs> Thank you. That's what I would do. Yeah. 
for fun. Just women do technically have, well, I suppose, in some <coughs> technically the clitoris is a penis. Form of penis because it becomes penis. Or is the penis clitoris? That's not be mm-hmm. ridiculous. Mm-hmm. True, true. Um, but yeah, isn't it the same nerve endings or something? Yes, I'm not entirely familiar, as to I think, be honest. I think the head of the penis has the same nerve endings. Penises are fascinating. As, as are our clitoris. Yeah. Um, I find penises fascinating, but like mainly just my own. Yeah, that's fair. What, I yeah. mean, if you had fascination... Why would you not be? Well, what is fascinating about that to you? Oh, well, it's, it's like our boobs. The shape. Like our body's fascinating. Like, I always go, whoa, goodness. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's just brilliant. I think I'd like to have one for a bit. You well, can't I'd love mine. one for a day. Just can't for a mine. day, because I can't really appreciate that. Neither are you having mm. mine. Well, you could. You're probably just not in touch with your own body. There'd be, be areas of your own body that would give oh, you no, the same. Oh, fa- no, yeah, there are, but obviously not my penis. <laughs> Yeah, obviously not. I <laughs> <laughs> love the fact you felt the need to say obviously though. Yeah. Um, and what is your dream for the show? Do you, if indeed you have one? Uh, I think at the moment the main dream to, is I didn't to mean to m- make you wretch that. <laughs> <laughs> what is my dream for this? Well, I just want to make a change. Yeah. I just want to change people's opinions about uh, about the economy, <coughs> about the economics. Uh, I really, I, I just wanted to make. A re- I, what was the st- most stupid concept? And I thought, my dad said to me, why don't you do a show about the economy? Because my mm. father's an economist. Okay. And I said, okay, I will. And it'll be a musical. Yeah. Which I thought would be really funny. And then he panicked because he's like, well, you really don't know a huge amount about the economics. And I was like, well, I'm going to do some research. Right. And I'm going to tell people about the economics yeah, yeah. through music. And he was like, but you, you don't know how to write music. And I was like, well, <laughs> I'm going to find out how to write the music yeah. for the economics. Mm. And that is the silly idea because normally I develop my shows very much on stage and improvise and okay. use props found in the space. Like Swan was a very improvised show. Pelican was a storytelling show that sort of came out of, you know, just being on stage mm-hmm. and having fun. But this, because some of the songs are, are going to be sort of semi-improvised, but because it's a fact-based show mixed yeah, yeah, yeah. with absurdity, it means you have to have absolute knowledge you need to know the things about the style that you're parodying yeah so musicals yeah and then I've eaten those tea cakes far too fast I think you had them really slowly oh thanks uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> well done are you slow eating all the cake tea cakes <laughs> <laughs> and uh, anyway I've lost my train of thought oh um and then also the ability to to talk about the facts about the economy mm. and uh and how to, in order for me to be really free to be silly on stage, because you can't be totally free and having a great time playing with the audience if you're having to go balls. What is that statistic about yeah, how many yeah, people yeah. use the yeah. world's water? Da, 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 da. So at the moment, it's been... I I spent a week in Spain with Aitor Bazuri from Spy Monkey. Okay. He's an amazing clown and really cool theatre director. And it was really nice to have an outside eye who's also a bit more slick or known you know the choreography and being aware of because he works with other people they have to know exactly when something's going to happen you mm. can't just freewheel it so it was good to have someone help me with the structure mm. but this is slightly more it's a more scary show because it's slightly I suppose more grown up the narrative is more grown up okay the material is more grown up but then I'm approaching it with a clown clown mime absurdity what, so what do you want people to take from it in terms of like what do you want what what are you trying to provoke in your audience I'm not provoking oh, the theory of the show is because it's in the style of a lecture at the beginning is basically I think economists use too many words okay it's my genuine belief they make it too complicated and I think we'd all understand the economics much better if it was performed in music 
So what I'm going to do is I'm going to sing about all of economics through music. All, all of it. All of the economics. Yeah, okay. that, and if you say something and it's not on my sheet of paper, it doesn't exist. Oh. Right. And, and then, so that's all my opinions about the economics. So I explain like what inflation is yep. and deflation as if it were food. So in my opinion, so inflation is a bit like, basically it's like when it becomes really light money becomes really light so you have to eat loads of it in order to get enough okay. like satisfaction yeah. mm. but it's even though it looks like you've got lo- like so spinach even though it looks like you've got loads of food on your plate spinach mm. you need to eat a lot of spinach to get like good amount of calorie content yeah well then deflation <laughs> is like shrinks so like inflation can be positive because mm. okay. you're like oh i've got more but actually it means you've got a lot less in the long run and okay. then deflation is a bit like what happens when money gets really heavy so like suddenly imagine you've got really starchy slightly moldy potatoes yeah. so you're like oh okay these will fill me up yeah but oh god that feeling really yeah. and also <laughs> yeah. it means all your debt turns into really starchy potatoes and okay. that is a problem because deflation means your debt is significantly mean it, it's worth more does yeah. that make sense yeah um and then stagnation mm-hmm. is couscous I love couscous. Oh, really? Okay. Well, I need to change the same because I thought oh. no one likes couscous. No, I love Because if someone says, oh, you've got... It's really? nice. Yeah. yeah, it's really nice. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Okay. Do you think, do you think nobody likes couscous? I just think couscous is really like... Someone says, what are you having for dinner? Oh, we're just having couscous. You go, oh, I'd have couscous. Oh, oh. We should just have just couscous. Yeah, okay. No, no, not on its own. Okay, no. so that's it. It's stagnation is just couscous. Oh, no, no. And it's not cooked. Oh, oh no. So it's not... No, you're no, like, no. Uh, what? No. What do you mean cooked? It's so nothing's happening. Oh. It's just grits, nothing. essentially. And then stagflation... Yeah. It's couscous, but it's being cooked, so it's expanding. It's getting bigger. But it's still just because nothing else is oh, changing. So that is, that's basically inflation, deflation, stagnation, stagflation. Okay. And then recessions are forest fires. Right. So sometimes, so recessions. Um, uh, so you know how a forest fire will happen naturally because yep. it gets too hot and the forest fire will occur. So it takes away all the weaker trees and it mm. burns it all up and creates the land so it's all refreshed for new, healthier trees to come through. Reces- recessions are like that in that the weaker companies get swallowed up and they don't do well and then bigger companies are able to absorb them. You could argue that's a bad thing, but that's obviously, it's a natural part of the current economic model we've got. Yep. Then you have forest fires that happen on purpose by someone being very foolish, for example, by leaving a cigarette out in hot weather when they shouldn't have done. Yeah. So then you have recessions which are very foolishly done in some ways like the financial crisis of 2008, but that's something slightly different. And then you have sometimes people <laughs> do them on purpose for insurance reasons. Are you doing your show now? No, these are just my feelings. All right, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is the whole show. No. I don't think this is very funny. I just think I it's do. quite interesting. I think it's funny. Oh, well, that's good. In a nice way. I don't mean like nice. I'm not laughing at you, but I mean, no. it's, it, I do. I think it's funny. Maybe I should talk about this on staging because I do one bit when I go, let's get fiscal, fiscal. Right. I want to get fiscal. Yeah. Let me hear money talk. That's good. And then, nice. um, be prepared from the Lion King, but I do it as Mother Nature and she's like, I am going to drown you. You have really pissed me off. But something like that. And then there's another one going, economics, economics, economics. It lives in you. Oh, yeah. Free trade. It lives in me. Ah, trust the markets. 
in every and mm-hmm. so yeah, 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 like yeah. and then it's Brazil and Russia and India and China and more emerging rights for people with vaginas there's <laughs> lots of other good things trust me I've got a spreadsheet like loads of other <laughs> good nice, things okay. yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I can't remember the lyrics because I'm so you have to learn on the day yeah um, <laughs> do you have a fun base? fun base? fun, fun base yeah, what would I, be what would be termed a fan base? So, I, mean, I, I don't of, know. I've got, do you have I've, people that come to your show every yeah, single year yeah, yeah. and are, are vocal? Oh, about I've got you? very like people. Who, I've got really supportive people who've yeah, seen yeah. my shows who are very supportive on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, I'm, I would never use the term fan base, but I've got people who are really pro what I do and who spread the word. So it's really nice to have the audiences that growing year on year and year and to mm. see that loyal because I also I remember every audience member because I've got a really good photographic memory oh, of audiences so of just audiences that's it yeah of audiences not, some, not, not day-to-day not, people not day-to-day but people. just audiences oh, okay. so people come up to me and they go this oh yeah so you're so and I'm like oh yeah you came on the fourth day and you were three rows from the back because oh, wow. you were behind that from a reviewer who didn't like the show oh, that's weird wow. isn't it? <laughs> it is weird it is weird it's <laughs> really, really fighting for your um, I think it's because I'm so like on stage it's my, it's the only time I'm really happy so I just remember everything and, and you're, more, you're more alert on stage yeah, you're more like yeah. sort of focused on there and everything yeah 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 it's like why it's is like, that then why I is that I don't know it's just everything matters doesn't it it's the only time you're totally in your body aren't you on stage because nothing else matters except the audience Really? I, like for me, like the moment I'm ever not in my, the moment I'm ever commenting in my head on what's going on, I go, fuck. On like, stage, you mean when you're on stage? Like if I'm on stage and I'm suddenly going, what's the next bit? I know there's a real yeah, problem. Yeah, yeah, okay. okay. And like, I'll stop the show, or right. I'll, like I'll go off stage and just like go, I'm a tall, powerful, independent woman, then come back on. I'll just go home. Yeah. I just go home. I go. Do you know what? I'm not feeling it. So I'm gonna go home. Can you do that? You can't do that, can you? No. Oh, watch me. No, but you can you gonna, do I'm that? I'll ask it. you, Elf. Can do you do it. that if you're if you've sold tickets to a show? Man. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. But then right. I think it's different. Actually, I did a show one night after Swan got nominated. It sold out one night, and like, it sold out immediately for the rest of the run, which was so exciting. But yeah. I went the night of the nominations, and everyone else who got nominated said this. They said it was the worst show of their lives. Yeah, yeah, because it went, brings all the wrong people. Brings all the wrong. Yeah. wrong and I started doing the show to absolute silence. Mm. And I put on my hand and I went, guys, who? Who read the blurb? And two people put their hands up. Yeah. And I said, this is a one-woman production of Swan Lake yeah. in French. So <laughs> you have to yeah. embrace that this isn't straight stand-up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? And then I walked to the stage and came back on stage. And then we started. And it was okay. Right, right. I remember when I did the Comedy Zone, because uh, Gary Delaney was in the Comedy Zone with me. And Gary Delaney sometimes would go, and sometimes it just wasn't happening. Like, you know, because he did, does all, like, one-liners and stuff. Mm. And he used to say this thing that I used to, lo- I used to look forward to him saying, where he'd just stop and just look at the audience and go, this is all I do. <laughs> like, if he's done like, loads of online, goes, this is all I do. And it always got a big laugh, as if they thought, no, but come on, what else yeah. are you doing? He's like, no, this is what I actually do. We've got to wrap up. We've, we've, we've got run, run over. Okay. Um, so, Chiff Chaff's at the Pleasance Jack Dome, first to the 27th of August, 6.50pm. That's a nice time, isn't it? Yeah, lovely. Um, I hope it's brilliant for you, mate. Thanks, mate. No, uh, will you be up at the festival at no. all? No. Well, hopefully, hopefully, I, I, I will definitely perform it after Edinburgh, so maybe. Yeah, have a little tour down. in that. No, I'd happily, I would look, be like, cause I'm not seeing you for so long. It's, yeah, I'm well, so let's delayed, go and see a horror film. Mm. Happily, happily we'll do that, certainly. In fact, and I'll tell you another time. Um, thanks for joining us today. Uh, we shall see you again next week. Sarah and Mice, is Mice coming up? Pro- I can't tell, it's next Sarah and probably later. Mice coming up now with a hit off show. Uh, we'll see you again next week. Drop! Oh! <laughs> 
If you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes.